0: Howdy, everyone, and welcome to The Valkyrie Cycle, a Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast by Midnight Ceremonies Media. My name is Katherine Rarrett, and I will be your Master of Ceremonies this season as we explore the small town of Thorn Ridge, Washington, and all the wonderful and sometimes terrifying magic within it. This season, its themes and its setting were inspired by my own experiences living in a small town and all the complex feelings that we can have about the places and the people we grow up with. As a game master and world builder, I've always thought that small towns, tight-knit communities with secrets bubbling just under the surface, are the perfect place to tell a story about the supernatural, and this season is the realization of that idea. More than anything, though, The Valkyrie Cycle is a story about queerness, about home, about the families we choose and the families we don't, and, perhaps most importantly, what happens when we choose to love each other despite a world that doesn't always make that easy. Before we begin this episode, a few reminders. If you're tweeting or posting about the show online, please use hashtag TheValkyrieCycle or hashtag TVCSpoilers to tag your content and to help us see anything you'd like to share. You can follow our official account at MidnightSeaMedia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates and additional information about this show and more. If you haven't listened to our first season, The Cromwell Chronicles, fear not! The Valkyrie cycle takes place in a different setting, with an entirely new cast of characters. So while I certainly would recommend you go back and check out season one, it is not required listening. And just as a heads up, due to some technical issues, Percy's audio will be a little rough in episodes one and two, so please bear with us, as this issue will be corrected by episode three. Finally, a warning. This season deals with heavy themes, including recurring and intense depictions of generational trauma, internalized homophobia, violence, and intraparty conflict. For episode-specific content warnings, please check the episode description or visit our website at MidnightCeremoniesMedia.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy our very first episode of The Valkyrie Cycle. Welcome to Thornridge. Hello everyone, and welcome... To Thornridge, Uh, I am your (laughs) humble Game Master uh, and Master of Ceremonies. Catherine Rarit, I use they-them pronouns. I will be playing all the extras.
1: My name is Saffron Heftigal. I use she-her pronouns. I will be playing Stephanie Chaplin, who is the witch skin. And Stephanie is starting with the condition soulless. I am
2: Victoria Nielsen. I use she-her pronouns. I am playing Silvia de Estraciante, and they use she, they pronouns. Their skin is the serpentine.
3: I'm Karina Rivia. I use she, they pronouns. I will be playing Cesar Rodriguez Reyes, who uses he, him pronouns, and is the serpentine skin.
4: Hi, I'm Casey Fleming. I use they, them, and she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Starfire Miller, the chosen, uh, she, her pronouns.
5: Hello, I'm Arcadia Reeves. I use they, them pronouns and I am playing Cassandra Cassie Rodriguez. Um, Their pronouns are any, but preferably in the order he, they, she. Um, They are the werewolf skin and I'm starting with the conditions dead meat and one of them.
6: Hi, I'm Quinn Borizen. I use any pronouns and I play Eden Grace who also uses any pronouns, and is the queen skin.
7: Uh, hello, my name is Percival Walter. I use he-him pronouns. I will be playing Lucian Aster, who is the werewolf skin, and who also uses he-him pronouns at the beginning of this campaign. I'm starting with the conditions, uh, only one condition, Daddy's Boy.
0: Alrighty, well, I think without, without further ado, let's get into it. Have a little bit of an intro uh we fade in from black on an aerial shot of a sprawling forest scene snowy mountains rising out of the trees in the distance the camera slowly zooms in on a town nestled at the base of the mountains surrounded on all sides by deep green forest this is Thornridge, a small town in washington state sitting just on the outskirts of the cascades national park For those who don't know how to look, Thornridge is almost painfully normal. A once-booming, logging town slowly growing smaller and quieter, as its younger population flees for bigger and brighter opportunities. For those who do know how to look, Thornridge has always been a magnet for the mysterious, and its high school, Thornridge High, is no exception. Here, students of all kinds attend, including those of a more monstrous sort. And while strange things have always been known to happen in the town of Thornridge, this year is already setting itself apart. Reports of animal attacks and rumors of strange people wandering the woods keep the townsfolk out of the forest, while the winter cold lingers on much longer than normal. April has descended on the people of Thornridge, but as cold winds continue to blow snow down from the mountains, springtime remains far out of sight. And as the people of Thornridge whisper in fear and dismissal, something else prowls on the edge of the
2: <laughs> what? Oh, <geez>.
0: ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> our camera descends on a building of Thornridge, a large building with a sort of gothic facade, stained glass windows, a big parking lot behind it, a sign in the front reads, St. Jude's Catholic Church. Confession, 7-10 to Thursdays and Friday mornings. Lucian, you're walking up the steps. Percy, would you like to introduce your character?
7: Uh, yes, of course. All right. Um, okay. Lucian Astor. Walking up the steps, you see an immaculately dressed blonde man. He is in a uh, black Dior suit um, with a uh, cashmere turtleneck, beautifully tailored and custom cut suit that perfectly fits his form, gorgeous uh, Chanel boots, and um, a gold cross chain uh, around his neck. Very short, sh- uh, but like. Very clean, blonde hair, um, couple of rings on his fingers. Uh, he uh, also is walking up the steps away from a very, very annoyingly gauche black car, uh, which sports car which he drove, and um, he's as he's walking up this, and he he's walking up the steps. Um, he's done it many times. And he's sort of just breathing evenly. And this uh, cool, confidence, power and privilege come off him in waves everywhere that he walks. And the only two things, he's got a uh, rosary in his uh, breast pocket of his jacket on the inside and a uh, phone on the other side, and that's all he brings with him as he steps into St. Jude's Catholic Church. Uh, you open
0: the heavy wooden door, and, like, immediately, like, the smell of incense sort of, like, hits you as you walk in. It's very warm. Um, uh, you head inside. There aren't very many people in here. Um, the confession booth is, like, one of those, like, old traditional, like, wooden ones. Um, there aren't many people here this early. Um, it's more for like the the seven a.m. thing is like more for like any people who go to school who go to confession, which is not a lot of people. Uh, uh, but you step inside and um, head for one of the pews. Uh, this like clear morning light filtering through the stained glass windows, painting the floor in uh, colored light and scenes from the gospel. Um,
7: So, what do you do? Is there a line for the confessional booth, or is it...? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Lucian has a lot of opinions about there being no line at the confessional booth. Um, (laughs) And then uh, walks in, uh, takes some holy water, crosses himself, um, and since there's no line, Uh, genuflects in front of the tabernacle and then walks over to the confessional booth and steps in. Uh,
0: You hear the voice of the priest of St. Jude's, uh, an older man named Father Tom, um, say, uh, May God, who has enlightened every heart, help you to know your sins and trust in his mercy.
7: Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been one week since my last confession. Um, I lied uh, to many people. I was unkind to others. I I was uh, impure in my thoughts and in my deeds. Um, I I want to kill my father. I think about killing him always. I imagine what it would be like, what it would sound like for him to die. I, um, uh, missed, was late to church last week was late to mass um, came in during the first reading.
8: I was lazy with saying my penance. I have been engaging in homosexual activity with um, another man and it has been a bright spot for me and I don't know what to do about that (laughs) and I think I care for him. I think that my care for him is maybe stronger than my hatred of him and that that, that's it father
0: there's a a deep sigh from behind the screen Uh, and Father Tom says, um, Are you sorry for your unkind words, deeds, thoughts? Yes. Then you may say your act of contrition, my son.
7: Lucian takes a deep breath, crosses himself again, and says, oh my god i am heartily sorry for having offended thee i detest all my sins because of thy just punishments but most of all because they offend thee my god who are all good and deserving of all my love i firmly resolve with the help of thy grace to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion of sin amen uh
0: the priest then says uh the absolution God, the Father of mercies, through the death and resurrection of his Son, has reconciled the world to himself and and sent the Holy Spirit among us for the forgiveness of sins. Through the ministry of the Church, may God give you pardon and peace, and I absolve you from your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Your penance is to pray, one our Father, and three Hail Marys. The Lord has freed you from your sins. Go in peace.
7: Thank you. And then he gets up, steps out of the box, runs a hand through his hair, steps into a pew. Well, genuflex then steps into a pew, pulls out a kneeler, and as he always does, uh, does not say in Our Father and Three Hail Marys, but
8: uh, prays the whole rosary. Uh, and And then after he prays the whole rosary, I think he sits and s- stays kneeling. I think he prays this is his internal monologue, but I think in his head he is just talking to God and is just s- asks <sighs> is I wonder if anything is achievable now, but um, thank you for continuing to keep your doors open. I'm sorry that my confession never changes. And I am sorry. I am. It just I don't know how to change it. So uh, I suppose I'll be seeing you again next week.
7: And then he Crosses himself again, steps out of the pew, genuflects, turns around, walks out of the church, listens to his steps on the marble, and then uh, probably uh, gets into his car. Which another detail. Uh the license plate is a vanity plate. Um The license plate, a license plate is a vanity plate that says blonde, but the E is a three. Uh any sort of yeah, duh <laughs> It's it's Fucked. terrible. It's terrible. Um oh how terrible do I wanna make this? Um <sighs> It's the the doors you know those doors that go up?
8: Oh Instead
7: no <laughs> the doors that go up. So he like presses a button on his keys and then the doors go up. And then he jumps into his car. Uh he gets in his car, um and he blasts some music. It's probably like Frank Ocean or some shit. Um, any uh uh, probably checks his phone. <laughs> um, yeah, like, revs the engine really loud. Everyone in the church if it can definitely hears the loud revving of the engine. And he reaches out of that church parking lot and he uh, drives to wherever Starfire's is <laughs> to pick her up for school. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh,
0: as... As Lucian's car drives down the road and we see the blonde license plate, uh, (laughs) driving away, we shift over to a different home and a house here, um, sort of in a neighborhood in town, um sort of suburban area, I mean all of this is very suburban um like a a pretty pretty nice house it's not it's not small but it's not huge um uh has like a very you know like blue siding white trim uh the yard is covered in snow but if it weren't the yard would also be very neatly trimmed um and inside We see a whirlwind of activity as the Grace household gets ready for the day. Uh, Quinn, would you like to introduce your character?
6: Yeah, so Eden Grace, uh, about uh, five foot six. uh, They have like reddish brown hair that curls past their shoulders uh green eyes uh kind of right now putting on their textbook uh like nice shirt under a uh under like a nice little like sweatshirt and um yeah kind of just prepping for the day getting all their stuff into a uh a little messenger bag that they carry. Primarily, uh, it's one of those like laptop bags and uh, kind of just like putting in things haphazardly so that like stuff that she um, like just grabs off her desk, notebooks, papers, and just like doesn't even care, just puts them in.
0: Um, you can hear... From, like, outside your room, you can hear your parents, uh, like, yelling across the house at each other, um, partially in Polish, partially in English, um, like, looking for shoes, looking for keys, um, uh, and you can hear, like, your, you hear your younger brother, Roman, like, like, you can hear, like, his room is next to yours, and so you can hear him, like, getting ready and, like, banging things around, um, and then, like, slam the door and head down the stairs, um
6: i peek out my head outside the door roman do you need a ride
0: yeah uh yeah i need a ride could i could i get a ride
8: sure sure
0: thank you he has like a basketball under one arm and it's like it's fucking freezing outside but he has like basketball shorts on and like a hoodie
6: crazy (laughs) insane (laughs) yeah eden eden's like prepping her coat (laughs)
0: uh your sister Emily like as you head down the stairs um and like start putting your shoes on you see your sister um Emily has like a bowl of cereal in the kitchen who's and she's like eating and like looking at something on her laptop um your mom is like braiding her hair and like has a cup of coffee on the uh on the counter in front of her like a white like doctor's coat um and your dad is, like, tying a tie and uh, also has, like, a cup of coffee and your parents are, like, chatting in in the kitchen together. Um, And your mom, like, sees you and Roman getting ready for school and, like, about to head out the door and she, like, comes over and uh, gives you both, like, a kiss on the cheek and says, Alright, have a good day at school. Um, I know that there is a test coming up, so... I'm ready. Good.
6: Hope Roman is.
0: She, she like looks over it at Roman. Who's just like, it's whatever, you know, <laughs> I'll be, I'll do good. I'll do good. Whatever, whatever. Um, I, I'm not going to be home after school. Cause, uh, you know, practice and stuff, but, um, I, I, Eden, can you still give me a ride?
6: Uh, I mean, just text me. Let me know.
0: Uh, he just nods, is like okay, um, and your mom like looks at you and says, um, uh, "If you can't, if you can't get your brother after school, text Emily." Um, and she says, "Okay, have a good day. Um, I'll good I'll day be at home. work. Thank you. Um, your father will be home before me tonight, so he's making dinner.
6: Great. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't." <laughs> Tries very hard to hide his uh, malcontent for that.
0: Uh, and your mom like uh, kisses Roman on the forehead again and says, "Be good, Mishko." And um, he's like, he just like you know squirms out of her grip and and heads out the door. Uh, and you head out. God, I, See you, you guys, you guys in your fucked up cars. Please describe your car. <laughs>
6: uh we walk out and uh parked on the side of the road probably still has like a layer like a a small layer of snow on it is um is just this small red uh mazda mx5 uh has like those little uh flipped up brights always flipped up uh is it's a convertible but the top's not down because it's snowed um there's there's stickers all over the car from just like various games various like meets the car meets that Eden's gone to just decorated very liberally and, uh, Eden hops in the driver's seat, turns on, like plugs in, uh, his phone to the aux and, uh, just turns on some EDM.
0: <laughs> it's so early in the Um, yeah, your brother fucking hates that, and so like tosses his bag into the bag, uh, puts some headphones on, like almost as soon as like he gets in the car, and uh, just gets in, buckles up, and uh, the two of you head off to school. Um, we pivot from the Grace household over to another sort of suburban-looking home. Um, this one is a little bit more unkempt, uh, but, you know, lovely. It's, like, a dark green, uh, siding and, like, brownish trim. Um, and inside, uh, the smell of coffee and eggs cooking on the stove, uh, wafts through the house. Uh, Dia, would you like to describe your character for us? Okay.
8: Um,
5: Cassie? is very tall, about six foot. She has cropped short, incredibly curly bleach blonde hair. Um, She has a puffy jacket with fur lining shrugged over her shoulders Um, and is very stockily built. Uh, She stomps down the stairs and with no bag because she doesn't bring anything to school but her phone and maybe a pencil. Um, but this time in her arms she is balancing in one arm a big bouquet of lilies and then underneath and tucked inside in a pocket in her jacket is a box of chocolates and she's stomping down the stairs and goes straight to where her shoes are in the front hallway
0: um as you like head for uh the hallway. Um you hear your uh dad in the kitchen yell, um Cassie, I've breakfast
5: Cassie like slows to a stop, does like a half eye roll and then goes towards the kitchen.
0: Uh you see that your dad Armando's in there sort of um greying like uh salt and pepper hair um, he has, like, a an apron on over, like, a flannel and jeans, um, and is, like, at the stove, um, like, he's making eggs in a hole, which is, like, you know, the toast with, like, the hole in it and an egg in the middle, um, so he's making that, and, um, your brother is, uh, has, like, a plate and, uh, like, a cup of tea at the table, um, your mom isn't here, but that's, that's not exactly surprising, um. But, uh, as you, like, come into the kitchen, uh, your dad, like, looks over and says, um. Uh, do you want some eggs?
5: Um, I'm good. I'm just gonna head out. I'll get something to eat on the the... way
0: home. What are the flowers for, Carino?
5: School project. Uh, she, like, brushes past him (laughs) to grab, like, an orange juice from the fridge or something. Uh,
0: he just, like, raises his eyebrows and is like, Okay, um... Uh, do you need a a ride to school today?
5: No, uh, a friend is coming to pick me up, but thank you.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, do you know where, um... Do you remember where I left the ice scraper? There was a frost overnight.
5: Uh, it's down the hall near the garage door. I think I'm left.
0: Ah, right. Right. Thank you, and he, um... Uh... And he, like, you know, puts a hand on your head and, like, sort of ruffles your hair. Uh, And he says, um, have a good day at school. Uh, When are you going to be home?
5: Uh, Before six, maybe. I'm not sure. I'll text.
0: Uh, He nods and says, okay. um, We're thinking about, you know, having having dinner tonight. Um, Your mom might be there if she's not busy.
5: I'll try and make it back. And she scoots away out of the kitchen.
0: Uh, your brother doesn't say anything, like, at all during that conversation, but you can see that he kind of rolls his eyes as Armando says that your mom might be at dinner. Um, and you head for the door, and uh, your dad calls after you um, Have a good day at school.
5: She just tosses a hand like, and then uh, walks out the d- like as she's walking out the door, pulling on her shoes and moving.
0: Lucian is the one coming to pick up Cassie, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: I would uh, at at this point because he's a pretty punctual person. Uh, you'd hear the familiar sound from like a mile away of uh, Lucian's oh, terrible, terrible. But it is also a convertible. Um, uh, (laughs)
3: Wait,
8: I'm sorry.
2: It's a convertible whose doors open up? I don't
7: know anything about cars. I don't know anything about (laughs) cars. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can I'm, I'm living my, my best life, actually, Victoria. So it is a good for the doors to go up. So, oh,
4: and also somehow has work? enough seat in the back. We're this is back? actually the magic thing. Nothing about us. It's, it's just this car. <laughs> it's
8: just Lucien's <this> car. I don't know why everyone's <laughs> being so mean about Blondie, alright? She's
7: over oh, um, it.
2: It's not the magic school bus, it's the magic Blondie.
7: It's Magic
2: Lucian
7: so, like, has a garage, actually multiple garages. So he was able, so he can stop the top down. No frost got on his car. Uh, it's still so. freezing outside,
8: though, <laughs> <laughs> man.
7: <laughs> i it never gets cold. Uh, okay, <laughs> he um oh, uh, yeah, you hear the really familiar, like the really loud, like. Goes way, way too fast in this suburban area. Way, way too fast in this suburban area. Just like rockets in, and then like stops right in front of Cassie's house. And he's just like, "Cassie!"
5: Hurricane, she like goes towards the back seat. Mike sits in. Hey. Oh, sick!
7: Those are nice flowers. Uh, are you? Is that? Is that what yeah. I think it is?
5: Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. It's, oh my god. Um, yeah. We're going to see how this turns out. Um how was your morning?
7: You know, morning was good. Uh had a little bit of extra time. I did, I wasn't able to get to confession last night actually. So um I went this morning. Mm.
8: Uh
7: so got that in. But um so I'm like really awake right now. Uh very cogent.
8: Um uh Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm you know where you know. Uh those
7: are nice uh chocolates too. Damn. all mine yards.
8: Yeah.
5: Um she like very carefully adjusts the flowers in her lap. Next stop?
7: Uh
5: yeah, for sure.
7: And then he pulls out of really loudly and it's over to Starfire's house. Yes,
0: uh, we pivot over to um, the Miller household, uh, which is a two-story, older-looking home. Um, You see that there's a lot of snow in the yard. Um, There's like a a a beat-up sort of like a pickup truck, but it has like the cover on the back, so um, it looks like an SUV um in the drive in the driveway um inside uh
4: casey would you like to introduce your character Sure, please starfire is about five six has brown eyes and for the sake of things now i will say naturally blonde hair but uh her hair is dyed uh like a hot pinkish looking purple and pulled back into a ponytail though some of it is still loose and falls close to her face She has a noticeable scar through her left eye, but it is like partially healed, but still noticeable. Uh, Wearing probably like some sort of skimpy looking tank top, something that most people in freezing weather would not wear. However, she wears this pretty much year round. Uh, So she's got some sort of like little black tank top and over it a leather jacket that is one or two sizes too big for her. Uh, so you can see about half of her hands kind of past the jacket pocket where the jacket sleeves end, uh, black pants and around her right arm there is a significant amount of chain link wrapped there as kind of like an oversized largest looking bracelet she wears this every single day, and it is never far away from her. Uh, Wearing some sort of like doc martin-like type boots if not explicitly doc martins and has probably has bags under her eyes as she usually does and is getting ready to go probably texted lucian close to when she woke up that she needed a ride and has been continuing ever since
0: (laughs) uh yeah you're getting ready um you hear uh you know, like the creak of the wood floors outside your room, and uh, you hear like a knock, like a light knock on the door. Um, and the voice of your dad uh, comes through, says, um,
4: "Uh, Mackenzie, you up?" Rich. Yeah, yeah. Would you uh, knocked on my door if you thought I was asleep. You you hear him sigh. <sighs>
0: uh. Carolyn wants to know if you need a ride Nope
4: Okay I'm good have a great day at work
0: Uh, You don't hear a response And uh, As you like hear Lucian's very loud car Coming down the street um, And like open the door To leave your room You see that your dad is like still standing there Just waiting for you Uh, and he, he just says, um, listen, kiddo, you know, I know, I know that things, I know that things with your sister are not good, but I just, I wish, you know, you'd make more of an effort. You wish I'd make more of an effort? Yeah, that's fantastic. I, (laughs) I. It, this is not easy on your mom. It's not easy on her. Yeah. And...
4: She, she hasn't exactly been the easiest to meet halfway, Dad. I just...
0: I wish you two would get along. And I... You know, the behavior recently... Has not been... Oh my god. Dad, I'm gonna be late for school. Do you, you can, okay, can okay. can talk about this later. About okay. Me. But for the What record, time are you gonna be home tonight?
4: I have no idea. When do you need me home? Your mother would
0: appreciate it if you were here for dinner. I'll try. Have a good day at school. I love you. I love you too, Dad. Cups your bag. <sighs>
2: leaves.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just. Your dad is like a kind of like tall guy, starting to like has like thinning hair. Um, and he just you know sort of like does that dad thing where he like rubs his face, and goes downstairs. You hear your mom and your sister talking in the kitchen. They don't say anything uh, as you leave. Um, and you. Head down the stairs, out the hallway, lined with photos of your family and Carolyn and her awards and her medals, and out the door
4: to Lucian's car. Before Starfire opens the door, she pauses with this for a second with her hand on the doorknob and, like, takes a breath in and not her entire demeanor, but just subtly shifts. Like, you can see her face harden a little bit. Any sort of, like, anything that she was taking in from her dad is gone. She looks like how she always looks at school. And she opens the door and walks up. Arms probably crossed, waiting on the pavement. pavement.
7: pulls up with Cassie uh, that's uh, just like star oh my god how the fuck are you doing
4: how the fuck are your car's doors opening
7: hey you know look you can do you want rides or not you asshole <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
5: yeah yeah right
4: <laughs> is uh cassie sitting in the front seat the the past nah, no she
5: already went to the back
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh starfire sits shotgun uh lucian
7: is like oh shit i forgot and takes the ox out of his phone and gives it to kathy It's like sorry should have done that in the first place um oh also i didn't say lucian is five nine uh
4: so shortcake oh, shortcake short short um, although taller taller than starfire
7: yeah <laughs> lucian knows that uh, starfire isn't gonna answer if he asks about how starfire is so he's just like all right do you want to, do you want to get coffee or do you want to stop anywhere or we just want to go straight to school
4: coffee sounds fucking great oh um, coffee
7: Exactly what I was thinking. And then he loudly revs the engine
4: again, pulls out. Starfire will flip around in her seat and like kind of put her arms over the back of it and peek your head out to look at Cassie. Be like, "So how's Eden?
5: Eden's great." Mhm.
4: Mhm. Does she know? Are you doing like, what? What? What's the? What's the surprise situation?
5: It's. I mean, I. I cleared it with them first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they don't know that it's happening today. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to have to wrangle these into my locker somehow, but we will figure that out. Oh, you mean you I'm... need a distraction? We we need a distraction is what you're saying. You are exceedingly we, good please, at distractions. We distraction. got it. So we can do it. Easy. <laughs> like, Cassie just, like, takes the aux cord, plugs it into her phone, taps the playlist on. Thank you.
7: Do you need any more help with uh, the fucking surprise, or is it
5: just... Um, no. It's just, it's not. It's not anything big. I'm just,
4: yeah. You're just gonna no. turn and whip it out of your locker and be like, yeah. Yeah, we... yeah,
5: Do
4: you have, like, a sign? People use signs. I think they're kind of, yeah. like, cheesy and signs? very big.
5: You... I'm not but... doing a sign. Okay, but I... consider. Okay. It'd be really funny. <sighs>
7: Is is there a Starbucks in Thor? Is there like a drive thru
0: There's not a Starbucks, but there's like a local coffee place that has like a, a drive thru Uh
7: hold, well, I think whatever the coffee shop drive thru is, it pulls up. Um
4: All right. What are we what are we getting? What are we doing?
5: Cassie just shakes her orange shoes. Not today.
4: Take a quick little interlude pause here, friends. What are normal <laughs> coffee orders that people have? I only ever get tea.
6: I feel, I feel, I feel like Starfire were, would it order like black coffee.
4: Yeah, yeah, great, great, great.
6: Oh.
4: Okay, you know what I'm gonna say exactly. Lucian <laughs> <laughs> uh, puts
7: his like arm on the on, like the outside of the uh, car and is like, "Yeah, i have a large iced coffee and." Um, uh <laughs> yes, yes, he does drink iced coffee, 24 uh, seven. yeah, a lot of large iced coffee and a large um uh black coffee with uh like one one pump of vanilla, sure. Yeah. It's vanilla shit it's, it's simple syrup. It's, it makes it taste better. Uh you
0: you hear like the, the person uh through the, the speaker oh. go. Uh,
7: Alrighty, sounds good. We'll have that for you ahead of the window. Uh, Lucian uh, pulls, pulls up to the window, takes out his wallet, uh, pulls out a black credit card, and just it over.
3: <laughs> oh my god. Oh god.
7: He's <laughs> the worst, okay? I acknowledge it. Everything about him sucks.
0: Yeah, you see that there's a a barista with, like, blonde hair, like, pulled up in, like, a high ponytail and a visor at the window, who takes it, and she has a big smile on, but her eyes are totally dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, <laughs> oh, god. Uh. Uh, it's, she takes it, hands you back your card and your receipt, and then, like, puts a, a drink, like, hands you, like, a cardboard, like, drink tray with, um, so, Yeah, we don't need to
7: try. and he just takes the two drinks and-
0: Alrighty, have a good day.
7: Uh, yeah.
4: Starfire takes the coffee and mimicking the way that Lucian just offered the credit card, just kind of flippantly and clearly making fun of him. Thank you.
7: Lucian, Lucian just just drinks his his iced coffee, just like, well, fuck you too.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Blondie heads to school and, um, the gang heads to school and we move over to a wealthy neighborhood on the northern side of town. Uh, big houses, um, with big, big yards, um, sitting on the edge, sort of on the edge of town, Uh, with the forest behind them Uh, and we go to like a a pretty large like sort of modern looking house Um, there's a very neat uh, snow um, like shoveled already like big sidewalk in front of it and a very neat yard Um, and this is the home of the Rodriguez Reyes Krina, would you like to introduce your character?
3: Uh, yeah. So my character is Cesar Rodriguez Reyes. He is a high school boy that is 5'7 with curly brown hair. Um, he's wearing a collared shirt with a sweater over it. For the cold like a green sweater over it and black pants and nice shoes uh everything about his outfit is nice actually it's not you know ostentatious really in any way but it's very clearly upper class clothes um he is uh I think in the morning, he's, like, putting in, like, small earrings, like, in, like, a vanity mirror, and applying eyeliner, and then grabbing his keys and his bag, which are already ready, and heading downstairs to leave for school.
0: Um, you head downstairs, uh, there's, um... Like, a big, uh, like, open floor plan, like, with the staircase that has, like, a, a glass, like, sort of railing, and you head down, like, looking over the, the living room. Um, you see in the kitchen your grandmother and your little sister are sitting at the, um, like, the island in the kitchen. Uh, your sister has, like, a glass of orange juice and is, like, furiously trying to finish homework, um, and your grandmother has a paper and a plate with a cinnamon roll on it and uh, a cup of tea.
3: Morning. Are you ready to go?
0: Uh, Brianna says, just give me one second. Just one second. She's, like, writing uh, really quickly and, like, checking, like, the calculator on her phone. And you see Hey, that, listen, you can do it in the car. Uh your grandmother guadalupe um like doesn't even like lower the paper just like turns the page and says um if you had done it last night brianna this wouldn't be a problem for you and she just you see that brianna kind of like shrinks a little bit and starts like shoving her papers in a folder well yeah we're going Uh, I won't be here tonight, Mijo. I'm going to the church to help with uh, the fish fry. But um, if you wanted to come, that would be nice. Uh, But I'll leave empanadas in the fridge. Um, Thank you. Uh, I'll probably be busy. Sorry. You see that she just kind of frowns at that, but doesn't say anything. Um, And she
3: says, have a good day at school. Okay, thank you. And he will leave with Brianna in tow. But when they're... Like, as soon as the door closes behind both of them and they're heading to his car, a little bit of the tension is going to leave him and he's going to be like, Hey, um... Why didn't you do your homework last night? I would have, but I have a lot, Okay.
0: I feel like my teachers don't get that I have, like, six other classes that I'm in that all have homework. And so I'm trying to do stuff for a group project because my friends are not actually fucking helping me, so I'm doing everything, and I actually wanted to go to sleep last night, so I left some stuff for the morning. Uh, I'm trying, okay? I'm trying.
3: Yeah, no, uh, I get that, I get that. It's, um, yeah, I feel that. Do you want me to talk to your groupmates?
0: No, it's fine.
3: It's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. And we'll um, just get in the car, which is, I guess since we're describing our cars, a 2016 blue Bentley. And he yes!
8: will also
3: go to that local coffee <laughs> shop to pick up <laughs> um, coffee, iced coffee before school.
0: Yeah, Brianna asks for like I don't know, I guess like they have like frappes or whatever, like the a version of like a frappuccino, but they can't call it a frappuccino, obviously. But she gets one of those. It's like really sweet, has like no coffee in it, um, and is just like pure sugar. Yeah, that's what real me would order. <laughs> but
3: yeah, he, he gets it for her.
0: Um and she says, uh, as you guys are like pulling into the school she says um uh i i know you have a track practice today so um you don't have to like give take me home uh I, i'm gonna uh hang out with julia after school uh and go over to her house uh
3: okay are you sure yeah Mhm. yeah okay uh um call me
0: If you need anything. Uh, She just nods and then, like, grabs her, um... It's 2016, so she has, like, a galaxy print backpack. So true! (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Gets out of the car and heads into the building. Um, Meanwhile, we go back to that north side, rich neighborhood... Where um go to some more like really ostentatious looking houses. The Rodriguez Reyes home is like is like sleek, modern, very expensive looking. Um, the Straiante home homes are are not sleek. They are gaudy, uh, and they are big, and there are three of them all next to each other. Uh, Victoria, would you like to introduce your character as we go into the middle house?
2: Um, Okay, Sylvia is wearing a baggy kind of sweatshirt with like a bulky leather jacket over it. Um, They're wearing like the boyfriend style jeans. Just like baggy jeans with a lot of holes in them, and they are currently sitting on the floor of their room talking to their pet snake Regina George <laughs> um
0: what what are what what's what Sylvia got to say to Regina today?
2: <laughs> Ugh. Regina, I wish I was you. I don't want to go to school. It's just so boring, and, like, Stephanie will be there, which will be nice, but, like, am I gonna sit through another yearbook committee meeting during lunch, or do I want to sit in the library? Ugh, I wish I could take you to school, but you'd hate it, so... (laughs) <laughs> I won't do that to you.
0: Regina just stares at you, unblinking. Eventually, you hear, like, you just, you're in your room, not moving. You Eventually, you hear your mom call down the stairs, Sylvia, you're gonna be late!
2: Ugh. Okay, mom. Sylvia's gonna get up grab her backpack that Lily just has closed for track, a notebook, and, like, her laptop. That's all she takes.
0: Uh, you head downstairs. It's, like, one of those, like, sort of, like, grand staircases. It has, like, carpeted, and there's, like, a runner and, like, these big, like, wooden, beautiful banisters. Um, and you see that you're, uh, mom and your uncle are sort of, like, talking in the kitchen together, um, and as you, like, come down the stairs, uh, your mom sort of, like, waves you over and says, um, good morning, sweetheart. Listen, your uncle and I are going to Seattle for the weekend. You know that, all right? And so I don't know if you are having friends over tonight, and I just want you to know I trust you, and if you have people over, I trust you to clean up after yourself and not get into trouble, okay?
2: Okay, Mom. Are are you guys gonna visit Dad?
0: We are going to visit your father and also our lawyers. Is there anything you want me to tell him? uh uh-huh.
2: She's going to reach into her backpack and grab out a letter that they were going to mail on their way to school. Uh, Can you give him this? Don't, like, don't read it, mom. It's for dad.
0: I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. Of course. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him when we see him today. Um, Just, you know... I trust you. I love you. Do not get into trouble, okay? That sheriff okay. has been looking for an excuse to come and look around our house, and I don't want him sniffing around, okay?
2: Okay, whatever. I, like, I need to go to school or whatever. Um... Okay, have a good day.
0: If you have any troubles with your teachers, tell me about it, and, you know, we'll deal with it
2: okay like whatever um by uncle Frank
0: he like lifts his coffee
2: cup and says have a good day yeah okay whatever and Sylvia's gonna <laughs> walk outside <laughs> um she's like wearing her backpack appropriately purely because it's the easiest way to ride her motorcycle um it is a 2017. Harley Davidson Sportster um all black and it has a license plate that is just five fives or seven fives (laughs) because you can't put S's on (laughs) license plates (laughs) oh man (laughs) and she's gonna put her helmet on because you know she does actually believe in safety even if she doesn't care about anything um and then she'll just go like Zooming away. Probably like, 40.
0: You speed down the street, uh, headed for school. Um, There is actually like a little bike parking space in the school parking lot, uh, usually reserved for like, mopeds. Um, that you can like, pull into and uh, park your motorcycle at.
8: Uh,
2: Sylvia's so gonna pull in and take up like, two spots. Like, almost parallel park, <laughs> instead of, like, the angle in parking, but just in the middle of two spots.
0: The good thing is, nobody else is riding mopeds or motorcycles in the fucking cold, so <laughs> this actually isn't going to bother anybody. Um, and yeah, as you join the crowd of teenagers heading into the building this morning, we go back to... Our last, but certainly not the least, character, um, the Chaplin home, also on the north side, um, also a very like sort of modern like gray house, a lot of glass, um, looking over the forest, uh, and inside we find the Chaplin family. Uh, Saffron, would you please describe your character? Okay, Stephanie Chaplin is 5'4",
1: with, um, long red hair that goes maybe, um, like, down past her shoulders. She has green eyes, and her, her, she's a small, upturned, pointy nose, thin eyebrows, smattering of freckles. And she is has already done her makeup because she likes to be on time smoky eye pink lip and I think she is sitting on her bed her bags already packed and instead of going down to breakfast she is just scrolling and looking through Instagram
0: cool are you in the kitchen with your the rest of your family? Are you still in your room? Nope. She's
1: in her okay. room. Until okay. she knows it's time to go, then she will find her brother and go.
0: Alrighty, you get a text from your mom that says, um, I have oatmeal for breakfast downstairs. If you'd care to join us.
1: <sighs> she rolls her eyes, but does go downstairs.
0: Um... You, like, pass by your dad's, like, office on your way down the stairs, um, and he's, like, already in there with, like, his big, like, monitors and uh, computer, and um, doesn't, like, like, has a has a big desk that's, like, facing away from the door, so, like, doesn't see you, doesn't even turn to look. Um, you head downstairs, and you said like, your uh, brother's, already at the kitchen table like on his phone and eating from a bowl um your mom is also at the table also on her phone uh and she has like just a big glass of like a weird green looking smoothie um she's always like she's really into like health food and like you know those like fad diets and so you know she's been on a real smoothie kick recently um she tried to get me to join her juice cleanse and honestly
1: Stephanie considered it but she doesn't really want to do what her mom wants to do.
0: Uh you see that there's like a bowl at your spot at the table that has like oatmeal and like blueberries and like honey and stuff um and there's like a spoon set there as well. Uh and your mom like looks up as you come into the the room and says Good morning. Glad to see you. Good morning, mom.
1: And Stephanie goes ignores the oatmeal and goes and grabs
0: a banana to eat instead. Uh you have cheer after school today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um can you bring your uh brother home when you're done? Yeah. Okay, cool, thank you. Uh, I'm going out, so I won't be here after school, but I'll be back for dinner.
1: Okay. Hey, is it, um, is it okay if I go over to Sylvia's this weekend?
0: Your mom just, like, narrows her eyes. Like, to hang out for a couple of hours? Do you have, like, a school project that you're working on? Uh, yeah, totally. We'll work on a photography project together. We actually are working on something, like, really cool, so okay as long as you are being responsible I always am she nods and like takes a sip of like her smoothie and then she says um, well uh, you know there's only a couple weeks left before May 1st have you thought any more about what school you're gonna commit to Yep, I'm thinking about it. Okay, well, there's not a lot of time left, Stephanie. I'm
1: well aware. It's on my calendar.
0: Okay, as long as you're thinking about it, you know what your father and I think, so.
8: Mm -hmm.
0: I think you, Washington, would be a really good school for you.
4: I have to say, everyone would call it U-Dub. If, oh, if, if you're from the
0: area, you would say <laughs> U-Dub. U-Dub! <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
1: I know. I know that's
0: where you and dad went, so. And your father and I met there. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, well, I don't need to meet
1: anyone right now, actually, so
0: does do do stephanie's parents know about caleb okay uh uh and she's been over
1: for dinner for a couple of times
0: okay uh your mom sort of like nods and goes um and when is mr gray going to ask you to prom i don't know mom okay well tell him to get on it because we're going dress shopping next weekend
1: Okay, awesome. Well, I don't even know the theme yet, so... Okay, well, figure it out, honey. Yeah, well, like, I'll ask Caesar later. We better fucking decide it soon, because, like, yeah, we need to go dress shopping.
0: Um, why do I have to go dress shopping with you? Because I'm paying for your dress. That's why. Couldn't you just, like, put it on my card? Stephanie, you are my only daughter, and you're only going to go to prom twice. And you already went once, and you didn't let me go with you last year. So this year you're going, and we're going together.
1: Fine. Fine! Okay, I'm gonna be late to school. Come on,
0: Chris. Your brother just, like, silently puts his his bowl in the sink and walks out, of the, walks out the door. And your mom just says, Have a good day at school, sweetie! Bye!
1: Stephanie, they have a garage, so Stephanie doesn't have to worry about de-icing her car. Um, Her car is a 2016 Grand Jeep Cherokee. It's white, and um, she gets in. She plugs her phone in, and I think especially because, like, that was an annoying conversation with her mom. She isn't going to ask what Chris wants to listen to. She's just going to put on her, um, one of her many playlists and on shuffle and turn it up really loud. And, um, I think she pulls out of the driveway, just blasting better
0: than revenge by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, that's the perfect... That's the perfect song. It is. It's so perfect. Um, Chris, like, just is playing, like, some game on his phone and, like, sinks into the seat. Has, like, a big, like, hoodie on that is, like, you know, of some video game. And just, like, doesn't talk to you at all until, like, you get to, like, pull up to the middle school. And then as he's, like, grabbing his, like, bag out of the back, uh, he just, like like says sort of out of the corner of his mouth uh you don't have to pick me up after school today I'm hanging out with a friend you sure? yeah we're like going to the arcade okay does mom know?
1: cause if she expects me to like give you a ride and then I don't come home with you she'll probably be pissed at me I'll text her it's not a big deal okay have a good day bye thank
0: you I think when Stephanie does say, have a good day, she does genuinely mean that to him. Yeah, he, like, waves and, uh, heads into the middle school. It's like, this big, ugly brick building, um, like, a couple of blocks away from the high school, uh, and then just, like, head down, walk straight in.
1: Stephanie turns up her music even louder and drives to school. Oh, she does stop. At the uh, drive thru on the way because she also needs her iced coffee. But she takes her iced coffee with way too much sugar and cream. Oh, man. Um,
0: But she needs that iced drink in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, you pull up to, you get uh, your coffee, you drive to school, you pull into your usual parking spot. Um, This is, like, this is a school where most people, like, have just, like, a usual parking spot. Um, It's not, like, an assigned parking thing, but, um, like, it's, at this point in the semester, everybody knows where they park.
1: When Stephanie parks... She takes a moment to pop down the mirror and redo her lip gloss and put on her
0: heart-shaped sunglasses before she walks in. And you all head inside to school. Um, you all have a homeroom first, so um, you all go to like your respective classrooms um, for the for homeroom and, like, morning announcements and stuff before you head off to your first class, um, our seniors, um, Lucian, Cassie, so Sil- uh, not Sylvia. Lucian, Cassie, Caesar, and Stephanie are all in the same homeroom. And, uh, with, um, Miss Graves. And Starfire, Eden, and Sylvia are also all in the same, uh, our juniors are all in the same homeroom with, uh, Ms. Velasquez. Um, uh, Ms. Velasquez is like the government teacher. So you guys head into like government classroom, a bunch of like posters and stuff of, um, the president's political, like, uh, famous, like political figures. There's like a big, big poster of like the declaration of independence on the wall. Um, and like notes for the class of the day. Um, stuff like that like it's a bunch of like juniors and stuff um luna hanlon is in here um addison murphy is here um some other other juniors that aren't that aren't named but you know like there's like 20 other kids in the room um people are talking people are on their phone uh miss velasquez is at her desk um like typing on her on her computer um and the bell hasn't rung yet so you guys still have time uh to settle in the same kind of situation is happening in miss graves uh homeroom is like people filter into their seats um it's she has an english uh classroom so you know lots of like quotes on the walls and she has like a big pin board where like people can um with like little cutouts of, like, the covers of people's favorite books that she's, like, put up and, um, you know, very English classroom vibes, um, and Miss Graves is, like, at her desk drinking, like, a huge thing of coffee and, uh, playing, like, some, like, low music, um, uh, but isn't really, like, paying attention to to the people in the classroom because Bill hasn't run yet, so. Um, you all head to class. What do you do? Who do you talk to? Uh,
7: I think Lucian walks in with Cassie. Uh, he does bring books to school, but it's in a, like, gay little black messenger bag, like, black leather messenger bag. Um, and he, uh, like, walks in um, and takes his seat at the back. And because uh he gets there pretty early, and there's no one there except Cassie. He takes out a uh, a book that he's reading for his British Lit class. and He starts uh, annotating it. It's probably it's probably something like um like the till either like till we have faces or the Screwtape letters by C. S. Lewis. And he just just
5: going for it. Before Cassie gets to homeroom, he's already put. The flowers and the chocolate in his locker and he doesn't carry a bag um, but they do have like their textbooks and stuff like that just under their arm and she just spreads out at her desk just sits down head against the wall behind her just sitting
7: Um, he might if no one else is in the room at that point maybe like very even even though Miss Miss Graves isn't his um, british lit teacher he might like walk up quietly and like ask her a couple questions about some things in the book or like just start like talking literature before in this very short amount of time before anyone else shows up he sort of just like actually lets himself nerd out about literature just a little bit
0: yeah uh, i don't know if you have a class with her but she um she loves talking to you about books and so this is probably something you guys do a lot yeah um
7: so he probably walks up and is like oh um yeah hi miss graves uh so i was just working through um like this passage specifically and like he points and is like isn't that just sorry i'm just
0: no no good morning lucian um <laughs> good to see you uh, and then also chimes in on whatever you're talking about, because I don't know. Um, but she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Do Stephanie and Sylvia head to homeroom like right away? Do you guys like wander in the hallway or
1: Stephanie definitely goes to homeroom because she wants to be there before the bell rings. Um if Caesar's there, she's definitely she sits next to Caesar. And she leans over no matter what he's doing, she's going to leave for me. Caesar.
3: Can I ask you something? Okay. Um... Caesar also gets to homeroom, I think, early to be punctual and to set a good uh, example, I guess. Um, and when he exits the car and, like, enters school, his whole demeanor changes, and... He's very... I wouldn't say he's a morning person, but he's bright and he's charming. And I think he was just, like, looking at his phone. And when Stephanie leaves her, he's like, yeah, of course, Stephanie. So, Do you
1: know what, um, the prom theme is going to be yet?
3: Hey, okay, well, I'm not technically supposed to tell you, but since we're friends... We're making an announcement later today, but I'll just tell you now, it is a masquerade theme. Ooh, okay. I can work with that.
1: Great, great. I'm glad you enjoy it. Okay. Now, follow-up questions. What is, like, what's, like... (laughs) She just, like, starts, I don't know, listing, like, Stephanie, I think, is very interested in the social aspect of and and parties and planning of that kind of stuff but she never never thought to actually join student council she just like wants to know all the details and be like well so like who's like who's the dj going to be like what are their reviews like
3: um Okay, yeah, and Caesar is like the tar- the charm turned on, and he's gonna answer all her questions. He's very, very attention focused on her and her questions.
0: Cool. Um, you guys are chatting about prom, um, Eden. So you get to school. Roman runs off like immediately to go find his friends. Um, do you go find yours before Homeroom, or do you go straight to class?
6: Um, I think, yeah, I think Eden goes to find Eli and Justin.
0: Cool. They're probably, like, hanging out in, um, like, the hallway by their lockers. Um, like, the way that, there's, like, two long hallways that where, like, most people's lockers are, and, like, each side is a class. So there's, like, the senior lockers on one side and then across from them are the junior lockers. And then there's like a separate hallway, which has like freshman and sophomore lockers. Um, and then there are like other parts of the buildings where like the extra kids who are like, who there weren't enough lockers for, there's like some in like other hallways in other parts of the building, but most people's lockers are in these like two main hallways. Um, and so you go find Eli and Justin and, um, Chris is also there. Uh, like hanging out um, with like a monster energy drink he and Chris and Eli both have like one of those like big like extra large like monster uh, energy drinks with like the twist cap instead of the like the normal can Um, and they're like chatting uh, the three of them and they like wave at you as you come up
6: up y'all how's it hanging?
0: Justin like you know gives you a high five and is like not much, not much. What's up with you? Good morning. Good morning. What are the vibes?
6: Well, prom's coming up.
0: Prom is coming up. Um Cassie taking you to that?
6: Are you asking me to prom? Is this you?
0: No, or- no. <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't have a prom date yet, so if you need somebody to go with, I'm we could go as friends. But I sort of assumed that you and cassie would go together which yeah. is dope and awesome really happy for you guys i do need to find a prom date though
6: um how do you uh how do you feel about amber wheeler i heard she's not going with anyone yet
0: um cheerleader right yeah. mm-hmm. i'll go if she wants to go with me
6: sure i think you could get anybody that you wanted
0: you're too nice. You're too nice, and Eli rolls their eyes. <laughs> they don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Eli says, "Yeah, I actually think um, prom is kind of a waste of time, and honestly, an archaic high school ritual. But um, so I might skip.
6: I think it might be fun just to go. You know, see the vibes. If you don't, if you if you want to leave after like an hour."
0: Okay, I'll go, but if the music sucks, we are dipping.
6: Absolutely.
0: Also, I refuse to go to after prom. Last year that sh- it was stupid.
6: Oh my god. I I've heard stories from like like online like people were talking about like they had yachts and stuff rented out for their after parties. Like I don't know what we're going to be doing, but it has to be something like that.
0: That that's probably not going to happen unless Arthur Astor funds after-party himself. (laughs) And Justin is like, well, um, I'll probably go, no matter what. Unless, uh, unless we make other plans. And Chris is kind of like, I was thinking about, you know, doing a gig with the band. Have a little counter after prom.
6: Ooh. That sounds like fun. Maybe we could like get get the feels out for the school. Maybe it'll be a whole school thing.
0: That could be pretty sick. I'll be honest. I mean, also we could always just like hang out and play video games too. But
6: <laughs> true.
0: Uh, and you hear that the like first bell starts to ring, the like the warning bell that tells everybody to get to class.
6: Uh I need to still put my stuff away so i will be seeing you guys later
0: yeah lunch lunch they all like you guys will sort of nod and and wave as you all head off to class um in you head to your locker and uh then off to homeroom um sylvia and starfire do you guys also head to your homerooms do you hang out
2: Um, Sylvia is gonna walk by, uh, the senior homeroom where Stephanie is, like, peer through the window in the door, I assume there is, um, and just sort of do, like, a little, like, make eye contact with Stephanie and then just roll her eyes and do, like, a little fingers to the head shooting and just, like, and then walk away and go, um, into their homeroom on the side will laugh (laughs) (laughs) we'll go into their homeroom on the side with the doors sit in the back sit down put headphones in um and then take out their phone and text stephanie um my mom's out of town so party at my place invite whoever just not like that loser What's her face, Sheriff's Daughter Girl? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, for uh for the listeners at home, um the sheriff's daughter is a girl named Izzy Heron, who Izzy sure for Isabella and she um is is uh, she has a weird boyfriend who lives in Alaska but comes and visits her every weekend and he's really weird and nobody's actually seen him. Um,
4: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Star, I think Starfire will probably be at least a little late to homeroom because she's going to stay with Cassie and be a bit of a human bodyguard so that if even was around they wouldn't see the flowers and chocolates being shoved into Cassie's locker. And then we'll go to homeroom. Yeah, you hear, like, the
0: the first bell ring, and uh, the hallways start to clear out and empty. Um, and you head to homeroom. Uh, the junior homeroom is, like, it's, you know, people are- there are, like, some people who are chatting, but um, it's mostly, like, fairly quiet since the bell is now rung and they're all- like sitting at their desks, either on their phones or like doing homework that they forgot to finish. Um, uh, Starfire, you are in a in in homeroom with Eden, so as you like walk in and, and take your seat, uh, you see them like
4: sitting at the their desk. Okay. Starfire gives like a begrudging nod of acknowledgement and nothing else as <laughs> she walks through, and we'll sit back two rows towards the windows
6: yeah eden's just sitting smack dab in the middle of the classroom
0: the second bell rings so anyone coming in is now late um and really quickly like both of the teachers in each homeroom takes attendance um and then after like a couple minutes you hear the like crackle of like the overhead uh like announcement system and you hear the voice of your lovely principal uh susan tanaka come on overhead um with the morning announcements uh good morning thornridge starlings here are your morning announcements today is friday april 7th 2017 Lunch today is tater tot casserole. The weather today is going to be cold with a high of 30 degrees, so track practice today is being held inside. The ACT is being held bright and early tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., so make sure you show up on time with a calculator and a snack if you're registered to take it. Softball practice tonight is canceled. Reminder to our seniors to fill out the form you were emailed about graduation if you haven't already to make sure your name is spelled correctly on your diploma. Another reminder for those of you going to prom, nominations for prom court close at the end of the day today, so if you or a friend wants to run for prom court, fill out the form on the school website. If you would like to bring a date that does not attend Thornridge, come get a form from the office and turn it in by next Wednesday. Otherwise, they will not be let into the dance. After prom tickets can be purchased from the office. Make sure you get those before next Friday. And that's all our announcements for this morning. Let's make today a great day. There's another crackle as she hits the button to turn the announcement system off. How
1: long has the form to... Um uh like be nominated to be on the prom court how long has that been open is this like just opening today or has it
7: been all week
0: um it's been open all week it opened on monday
7: lucian absolutely filled that shit out right when it dropped
0: so did caesar (laughs) (laughs) did uh did anyone else fill out the form uh for themselves or other people Oh, this isn't the actual voting though. The voting will happen like in the next couple of weeks. This is just nominations. So they have a yeah. like a court.
1: I don't know. Uh, Do you need multiple nominations to be?
0: You don't need them, but uh, like the oh. only, only, <laughs> only people who will see them is student council.
1: No. Okay. Stephanie would have gotten Sylvia to fill out the form. She would not have filled it out herself because
7: she's humble. Ah. Uh, oh <laughs> my god. Lucian yeah. is not humble He bad out <laughs> himself <right> now. <laughs> he's like I am yeah.
2: so Sylvia definitely filled it out with Stephanie like over her shoulder <laughs> and it was just like okay is that everything you want in there should I do more detail okay
0: excellent so after a bit after like a minute um, your like homeroom teachers are just like um, since Uh, Like, they, you know, basically tell everybody, like, you have, like, five minutes of, like, free time. Do whatever. Um, You know, go to the bathroom, fill up your water bottles. um, And then uh, the bell rings once again. Starting, signaling, like, the start of the passing period to get to first period. Um, Which, first period, uh, Sylvia, Stephanie, and Lucian all have government together. So Sylvia, you don't have to move because um your classroom like the classroom that you're in for homeroom is the same classroom for first period. Um Stephanie and Lucian do have to, you know, make your way to the government classroom. Um I mean you're both headed in the same direction from the same place. You guys you don't walk together, I'm assuming. Do you no. say anything to each other?
1: No way. I mean- Mm-mm. No, <laughs> Stephanie's going to walk right past Lucian and not even look at him.
7: Fuck you, Joplin. Fuck you. And then he... he, As as she walks by and then he comes in, like, not technically late, but, like, right before the bell, like, rings. Mm -hmm. As she, like, blows past him. And then, yeah, and then he'll walk in and, like, take his seat towards the back and probably, like, just get out his phone and not give a shit. He does not care about government class. He hates government. He's... Oh, I never said this. he's from D.C., he fucking hates politics, he's had enough of them, he doesn't want anything to do with it, so he just, like, yeah.
1: Stephanie would sit next to Sylvia, but Sylvia always sits in the back, and so, Stephanie's in the front. But, they text each other, or rather, I think Sylvia texts Stephanie constantly throughout
2: class. (laughs) The only text Stephanie receives are selfies of Sylvia being like, I want to leave, and like rolling <laughs> eyes and looking at people like, what the hell is wrong with them? Why do they care?
7: Lucian probably texts uh, the Chosen Squad group chat and is like, I can't believe I'm in this fucking class with fucking Stephanie Chaplin still. I hate it here with lots of ease.
0: Um, The rest of you all head to class, presumably... I presume that nobody is late, um, because none of the rest of you share any classes together first period. Um, Yeah, second period, you all head to class. The only people who share a period this... A class this period is Eden and Sylvia, who have world-lit second period. But I'm curious what Eden and Sylvia's vibes toward each other are.
6: I think... Eden knows Sylvia as like one of Stephanie's friends but doesn't like I don't think I don't think she has any feelings for Sylvia like any one way or the other yeah
2: Sylvia doesn't have any reason to like dislike Eden is more just like oh my god they're constantly studying don't they have fun (laughs) Sylvia's seen Eden
6: at parties.
2: Yeah, but, like, Eden's always just, like, studying and, like, taking notes and, like, all this stuff. And it's just, like, why?
0: Uh, Speaking of parties, um, Sylvia, have you been spreading around the news about your party? And has Stephanie been spreading around the news about Sylvia's party?
1: Oh, I think after... She Stephanie got that message from Sylvia if it was still time in uh, the homeroom she would have leaned over to Caesar and been like do you have any plans this weekend? Uh, no, why? what's up? Sylvia's throwing a party okay, fun you know I know you uh, you know the people who are the people to know so, you know, if people want to be there Spread the word.
3: Right, yeah,
1: of course. Thanks for telling me. And uh but if it's been class Stephanie's been focused on class. So
2: she'll wait to lunch to tell more people. Sylvia told Stephanie and that was it. Sylvia's like, <laughs> Stephanie can spread the word. Like I don't care. Eden and Stephanie
0: have AP chem together. Um You guys have like, you know, a big like lab project coming up. But um and, and I feel this didn't happen, like, super recently, but um, it was probably, like, tor- more towards the beginning of the, the spring semester um, when Lucian and Stephanie got into a uh, fight in normal chemistry and Stephanie switched into AP chemistry. Uh, so you know, even that she's not always been here, um, and you heard, like, a couple rumors about, like, why she is here now. Um I is Stephanie like actually putting in effort to make AP Chem go well? Yes.
1: If anything, just to prove Lucian Aster wrong.
0: Um yeah,
1: I think she's okay, have if there's a project coming up, is it like mm-hmm. have groups been assigned or
0: Yes, and because I I think it's funny, I am going to put Eden and, St- and Stephanie together. Um, Good, because
1: I think Stephanie wanted to be in Eden's group.
0: Like, have you have you been have you been working on it outside of class? Like to this point, I feel like it's due like the next week, so you still have a lot of time to work on it. But you have been like lab partners um, for a while. Um, what's Stephanie's the vibe there? Been doing her
1: job. Stephanie, um, doesn't really ask questions besides, she only asks questions that are related to the class in the world. But, maybe, maybe a little, maybe she'll, she'll just sometimes be like, so what do you do for fun, Eden?
6: Well, I mean, you've seen me at parties, I'd assume. I love going to some of Sylvia's stuff when she has them
1: do you have plans this weekend
6: not necessarily just hanging out
1: well then you should come to the party that sylvia's throwing this weekend i'd love to see you there
6: great that's that's good to hear i uh would enjoy seeing you there as well but yeah i think largely they talk about project stuff because eden eden's of the same mind like they just want to get the work done (laughs)
0: Hmm. And Stephanie putting in effort, and Mr. Owens is pretty impressed. Uh. So not not that like he'd say that to you, but uh. Next class is come and go. Third and fourth period, come and go. Um. And the the bell that ends fourth period rings at eleven fifty, and you have um an hour of like lunch you've it's basically the cafeteria is open and you can like go scan your student id to go get lunch or you can leave campus if you're a senior um and uh there's like a free and and you can like eat in the cafeteria you can eat in the hallway you can eat wherever um it's a big like the lunch period is kind of like uncontrolled a little unsupervised um there's like you know usually a teacher or two walking around in the actual cafeteria itself, but um, that's if you go somewhere else to eat, like nobody stops you. So the cafeteria is like kind of it's like sunken in a little bit, like there's steps to go down into it where like all the um, lunch tables are. There's like uh, there's probably like. 15-ish like lunch tables sort of like those round ones with like the eight circle seats around them that like fold up Um, and then like there's a big pane of windows um, facing like the road and the outside of the school um, that like shine a bunch of sunlight into the room and there's like you know like that window paint that's on it that there's like a big like window painted um, uh, picture of like a starling and it says like Thornridge High over it Um, And like you know, a bunch of snowflakes and stuff on the window, Uh, and yeah. So who sits with who? Where are you all? Like, where do you all eat? Uh, Do you who 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 eats school lunch, and who has brought their lunch? um, Is also an important question.
1: Stephanie brings her lunch or goes out, but it's Friday, and so there's yearbook committee. I think. She does take a moment As people get out You know the, cl- the hallways fill up Um To She knows where Caleb's locker is I'm assuming
0: Yes definitely
1: She goes and finds Him
0: Right as class is getting out Um You pull up at Caleb's locker Um I should have asked you How you all decorated your lockers actually but um, you come to Caleb's locker and wait and eventually like he makes it out of um, he's probably like in getting out of like math class or something uh, comes over sees you um, he's like a tall like one guy blonde like sort of um, it's like his hair is like not that short and it's kind of like not really styled it's like he just runs his fingers through it upwards in the morning and that's all he does um, so it's, like, messy, but, like, intentionally messy, um, wearing, like, jeans and, like, a sport t-shirt and black and blue Letterman jacket over it, uh, with a big football letter and a bunch of bars on it. And he sees you standing by his locker and walks over says, um, hey, babe, and, De- and and <laughs> the reaction from the crowd was not in is not enthusiastic.
1: <laughs> well, Stephanie, when Stephanie sees him, she stands up on her tippy toes and throws her arms around him and um, just kisses him, making sure that anyone. Let's see, and then she would go. I've got yearbook committee, so I won't be at lunch. But I wanted to say
0: hi. Uh okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Friday, right. Um I heard that there's um some party tonight. Uh are we going? Of course we're going. It's at Sylvia's. His like eye twitches a little bit. Uh cool. Sounds good. Um do you want me to pick you up? Mm, I probably will already be there to help her set up.
1: So, I'll just see you there. Okay.
0: Cool. Sounds good. (laughs) And he, uh, like, uh, kisses you on the cheek and says, um, well, uh, have a good, uh, yearbook meeting. Thanks, babe. And he heads, uh, to lunch, um, and Stephanie, you head, uh, to the yearbook club meeting, which is held in the art room, um, what is, uh, yeah, what's everyone else doing for lunch?
2: When class gets out, Sylvia's gonna text Stephanie and be like, do you think it's gonna be a short meeting or a long meeting today?
0: It'll be, like, 30, 45 minutes, so yeah. probably won't take up the whole hour.
1: Um, yeah, Stephanie will be like, it won't be too long.
2: Okay, I'll see you there. Okay, so, Sylvia's gonna like, go over to their locker, which has maybe like a couple books in it, and then just a bunch of snacks, and they're just gonna like grab a handful of assorted snacks, put it in their backpack, and then head over to the art studio where the meeting is. Gotcha. To then just sit in a corner and eat snacks.
7: <laughs> uh Lucian... Probably well, he probably asked Cassie if um the promposal was happening during lunch or after school, uh because I think his usual thing is he probably uh does not like cafeteria food at all, so always usually always drives uh to get like fast food at a drive-through with with anyone who wants to go with him that day, uh but he would probably like walk up to um Cassie's locker. And like lean against it, just be like, so, uh, are we are we doing this now? Are we doing it later? Or,
5: um, I was gonna do it during lunch. Like, Cassie has been got out of her class a little bit early, and he's just been sitting against his offer, waiting for most everybody to clear out, just like worrying at his lip ring and just like pacing and sitting there. Um, I thought it would be, I don't know, I thought during lunch just during lunch makes sense right yeah lunch
7: is fine yeah mm-hmm.
8: yeah
5: so
7: uh is she coming here or are you? no i
8: was just
5: gonna go like in with the roses and ask her at the
8: lunch table
5: cool yeah solid solid
7: plan hey hey and i think lucian probably like like looks pretty directly at Cassie and it's like hey
8: you're
7: it'll be good fine
8: yeah thank you
7: yeah don't worry about it uh and then I think he is like all right well I'll be in the cafeteria then and uh probably where's Starfire at this point
4: Starfire would be walking up to them around this point yeah Starfire probably would have also headed for Cassie's lager and on the way I would like to say Saw the entire thing with Stephanie and Caleb, and under her breath was walking by like, "Sweet Jesus!" (laughs) (laughs) It's bone chilling. (laughs) As far as far as anyone could probably could possibly give space in a hallway, that is how much space Starfire is giving whatever is happening there, and will show up reasonably close to when Lucian asks where she is. Hey guys hey hey
7: so proposal's gonna happen
4: right where do you want us not in the car
5: I mean uh you can probably just go sit where we usually sit um it's not gonna take very long I'm just gonna ask and then probably just sit down and eat cool cool
4: got it you look nervous deep breath chin up she's lucky to have you you're fine
7: yeah very lucky okay
5: okay um I'm assuming, is the, is the hallway like at least slightly empty?
0: Yeah. Most people have like cleared out to like go get lunch either in the cafeteria or out of school or like doing, going to like meetings and stuff like that. Um, so
5: the hallways are pretty empty. is going to wait for Starfire and Lucian to go wait like a couple minutes, assuming they've sat down in the cafeteria. He just like stares at his locker. It's not open and they tap their fist against it a couple of times before opening it and, like, getting the flowers out and getting the chocolates. Um, his face, he, he's he's trying very hard to, like, not flush, but he, they're not doing a very good job at it. So they just, like, and, like, gets the chocolate and the flowers and just walks into the lunchroom, eyes on where Eden usually sits.
6: Eden's sitting with with eli and justin but um probably also sitting near where caesar is as well like see probably a couple of minutes before saw lucian and starfire walk in and just like slightly raise an eyebrow just like wondering where cassie is
7: lucian does not say anything just <laughs> sits down in their, their usual spot. It's oh, like, yeah, we're just going. <laughs> and that does, does, does not even look at Eden. Just like,
0: nope. <laughs> do Starfire and Lucian sit at Eden's table or do they sit somewhere
5: else but, like, close by?
7: I think we sit at our own table.
5: I think we have our own table.
7: Yeah. Okay,
5: cool. Uh, so Cassie walks in with the big bouquet of flowers and the chocolates in hand and walks up behind Eden and, like, taps them on the shoulder yes (gasps) hey um hey so and cassie like gets down behind eden on one knee and then like is holding out the chocolates and the flowers and is like so posters aren't really my style so i thought would you like to go to prom with me
6: yes yes i'd love to
5: yeah Cassie just like hands them the the chocolates and like goes to hand over the bouquet but like doesn't really know so she kind of like stops
6: Eden takes it and like in one motion just pulls Cassie in for a hug yeah Cassie hugs
5: back obviously and then when Cassie pulls back from the hug she like grabs Eden's face in her hands and then like just like pulls away does it like a nervous glance (laughs) around the cafeteria and just turns and goes towards where lucian and starfire are sitting
0: eli justin and chris were just sitting there watching and as like cassie got down on one knee eli was like dude are they proposing right now
7: (gasps) oh prom
2: okay
0: (laughs) Yeah, the, the, the cafeteria got, like, kind of quiet as, like, Cassie walked in, and then, uh, like, you know, the sort of, like, dull roar of conversation starts back up again as, you know, it happens, and everybody's like, ah, and then, you know, people just go back to chatting and stuff.
7: Uh, I think Lucius, uh, throughout the entire thing, wasn't, didn't have a mean look on his face, but it was, it was very pointedly neutral.
4: Starfire will elbow him a little bit before Cassie walks over. What? Jesus, what? Jeez. You look very angry. I'm not angry. angry. Like no, your eyes are like burning. You need to you need to you need to smile. Man, or like you gotta do something different. Pick it tell me about your class. Tell me about your class.
7: Um, well, uh you know, well British Lit was good, I guess. And I think he like keeps talking about it a little bit just is, is is secretly appreciative but uh would never say that to starfire and then when uh cassie comes over he's he, uh he sort of start, stops talking and just like looks up and's like uh yeah uh, congr- congrats nice congrats Told you. that was
4: cute see she was great yeah. thank you
5: she looks um, really happy so i think you did something yeah. right yeah <sighs> okay Cassie just like sits down, pulls like a granola bar out of their jacket and is just sitting, trying to cool down. (laughs) Face is still red. We can get out of here
7: if you want. I mean, we don't. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I was probably going to go get like food, food. I'm not getting casserole. I would rather die.
5: Are you sure? I heard it was pretty good today.
7: Fuck you! I'm not getting tater tot casserole.
4: <laughs> right, Mr. Sports Car is too cool for tater tot casserole. Uh, yeah, do i the for tater
7: casserole. I actually am, actually. Uh, so I think he uh, stands up and starts walking towards the exit of the school to go to the parking lot. Uh,
0: yeah, you guys can like head out and um, go get fast food. Um, meanwhile, uh, Caesar, who do you sit with at lunch?
3: Uh yeah, I think Caesar probably sits with other student council members and yeah, like a table like sort of near Eden. Um probably just like chatting to Cora for a lot of lunch and then See C- oh, he By the way, he brings his lunch. He either brings his lunch or gets it from off-campus because he's also too good for cafeteria food. But when the promposal happens, he will, um... He'll, like, text Eden, even though they're just, like, a table over, and be like, hey, that was really cute. Congrats. They're really lucky to have you.
6: Yeah, Eden will text back thanks with a heart and, and say, uh wasn't really expecting it today uh
0: yeah you see that there are a couple of other people um at the table with you like luna who's uh the secretary uh student council secretary um cora who's the vice president you see that cora looks kind of like you know she's like oh that's cute and then also like a little i don't know bummed i guess uh how how much how much are you paying attention to the reactions of the other people at your table, Caesar?
3: Um he's definitely paying attention.
0: Okay. You see that as like it's all going down and everybody's kind of like zeroed in on Cassie and Eden, Luna has just like a really angry like glare at Cassie's back, and then it's like everybody sort of like, you know looks away, goes back to their conversations, she like cools it and like schools her expression, but is still seems like kind of tense.
3: Yeah. Um Caesar will just go back to chatting casually, but as he's doing that like under the table, he's going to text Luna who I assume he has like Luna's number and really like, hey you looked tense I'm here to talk you know I am but not look over and just keep talking not draw attention to Luna Mm -hmm. she checks
0: her phone and you see her like type something back and you get a message on your phone that just says um, all lower caps thanks period I don't want to talk about it
3: okay he's not gonna push but he's gonna note that yeah um
0: you know that like and all of you would know this um because this was like town news um Luna has like not been having a great time recently um one of her moms died last semester like in the middle of the semester um from like a uh an aneurysm like very random very sudden um and so uh what her her older sibling, Al, works at the school, and her youngest sibling, Riley, is a freshman. And so, um, they've all- Al's, like, kind of keeping it together, um, but, like, you know, their mom was a teacher at uh, the elementary school. It's been, you know, sort of a rough last three, four months for their family. So, yeah, sh- you know, so they've been having a rough go of it the, the thing with Cassie was weird, but I mean, you know, you, you don't really know what that's about, but yeah, actually, speaking of, speaking of student council members who have had, who have dead family members, um, also, uh, Cora and, uh, yeah, Cora Mitchell, um, had her brother died over the summer as well in in a in a car accident. Okay, listen, this were like the two like two deaths that happened. I know that it seems like really crazy, but like it just, you know, it yeah, sad but it's Yeah, it all at happened. my lunch table. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh yeah, a lot of grief at the student council <laughs> lunch table. But um yeah, so um I mean, I don't know how well any of you would have known Elias. He wasn't, um... Elias Mitchell, who was Cora's older sibling. Uh, Cora's older brother. Uh, because he had graduated, um, last year. And died over the summer. Um, and, like, I mean, he wasn't super involved in anything. He didn't do, like, a lot of sports. Um, wasn't, uh, you know, was planning on, like, going to college somewhere, like, you know, out of state. So... I don't know if any of you would have known about him, but, um, known him too well. But, uh, anyway, just, you know, so you know more about the student council members. Um, meanwhile... <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, that
1: Slat's car beam, the student council can fit so much trauma into it. Literally,
0: yeah! <laughs> Why's
3: your student council so fucked up?
0: Listen... You know, I didn't mean to like put them on the student council, but like you know, sometimes it happens. Maybe the student council is cursed. We oh, are no.
6: Caesar. How's your family doing?
0: It's fine. Oh God, what the mean? student council is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say that the, the the stoner guy who's the treasurer, Alex, he's doing fine.
7: While driving to, oh no, well not while he doesn't text and drive. But when they're like waiting in the drive-through to get, uh, to get food or whatever, um, I think, uh, seeing also how a little bit sad Cora was looking, I think Lucian also like probably te- has Cora's number and texts Cora and is like, "Hey, dude," <laughs> send. And then like thinks about the next uh message he's gonna send and is just like, "So, what are you thinking about prom?" Send.
0: She like is typing for a while, um, and then eventually just says, um. I don't know if I'm going to go because my parents and like a rolling eyes emoji and um, it's not a big deal. You know. But.
7: Uh, then they should be like, uh, cool, cool. Get the parents thing. Um, I might have plans for prom, but likely not. We'll see.
0: She just sends back, like, a thumbs-up emoji. Uh, meanwhile, in, um, Yearbook Club, um, which I guess, actually, Cora would, like, like, halfway through lunch, Cora at the- at Caesar's table's like, oh, shit, I have to go, and, like, remembers that she also has to go to the yearbook committee thing, um, and so, like, Cora comes in late to the meeting, um, the vice principal sort of helps oversee the yearbook club, and, you know, you guys are, like, talking about layouts and, you know, photos and, like, getting people's, like, names and, um, like, information, blah blah blah. Very, like, logistical stuff when, like, Cora sneaks in and and grabs a seat somewhere. Um. Stephanie's lunch is a... Uh, Cherry
7: lollipop So even though they're like You know working on uh, Like yearbook stuff She's like eating a lollipop Yeah
0: you guys like talk about About pictures and stuff And and, and, um, people like talk about Who's gonna go to like what events coming up And take pictures Um, Like at some point Cora raises her hand and is like "I I could probably do photos for prom Or something
1: Cora, I can do that. Don't worry. I'll actually be there. Roll two, shut her down.
6: First roll of the game.
1: <laughs> well, um, that's a ten minus one, so a nine.
0: Oh my, uh, that hurt me. I, it's, oh
6: my god. Oh my god. Jesus. I'm
7: gonna Stephanie, what the fuck? What? <laughs>
6: Oh Literally, no god. one has anything oh, against busted. Cora.
7: the most out-of-pocket thing I've ever heard in my life.
2: This poor yeah. girl <laughs> just trying to be helpful. So Stephanie's crazy. like- Cora showed up late! Does Cora care? Does Cora <laughs> go to
0: events? <laughs> oh my god, not real! Not real!
2: Not
8: real! <laughs> not real.
0: <laughs> okay, well, on a 7 to 9, choose one from below, but you come across poorly and they give you a condition in return. I'll take one
1: forward. Okay.
0: But they can give me a position in turn. I
1: mean, I already have
0: sold this, so...
7: Yeah, and Well deserved, apparently!
8: Yeah! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, hmm. Okay, so you say that, and I think uh, Cora says, um, aren't you gonna be busy, like, dancing with your boyfriend or whatever? Aren't you gonna be too busy to take photos of everyone else? Seems a little below you. And... Uh, she gives you the condition above everyone. In a
4: derogatory way. (laughs) Above everyone, parentheses, derogatory. (laughs) Derogatory.
1: (laughs) Stephanie will say that and hear that and go,
8: well,
1: at least I have a boyfriend.
0: Do you think I want one?
1: Doesn't everybody?
0: She, like, rolls her eyes at you and just, like, puts her chin in her hand and, like, very obviously puts her arm on the table so you can see, like, the lesbian pin on her jacket and then and doesn't talk to you for, like, the rest of, uh... Like, just doesn't say anything.
1: Stephanie goes back and, um... Well, actually, Steph, what, Stephanie will be, like, turned to look at... Oh, what's her name? The vice principal? Kind of look expectantly to be, like... Kind of, like...
0: Who's uh, doing photos? Mrs. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Chandra. Um she says um, I mean you uh, you both could do the photos if you wanted this you know there's plenty of things you know if, if 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 one of you wants to take photos for the promenade and if one of you wants to just take you know candids at prom at the dance you know you both could do that you know we could split it up so you know no, there doesn't need to be any fighting I'll take candids and gorgeous you know doesn't even look at anybody it's just like yeah i'll do the promenade and uh the vice principal just sort of like nods writes it down on the clipboard and moves on uh then the meeting like you know wraps up as everybody's you know gets like events and stuff divvied up between everyone and uh meeting comes to an end what's sylvia been up to i feel like you've also been at this table and privy to everything that just happened
2: Sylvia definitely have, has her earbuds in, but just has, like, the volume really low so she can hear everything. <laughs> um, and then was just, like, glaring at Cora the entire time Cora and Stephanie were talking. And then straight up just, like, eating snacks the whole time.
0: Amazing. <laughs>
2: um,
0: Cool. So... Yeah, lunch. Uh, does, do any of you do anything else in particular like during lunch? Um, what does Eden do with the flowers?
6: Um, I think kind of just keeps them on the table. Um, and then because it's like halfway through school at this point probably goes to put them in their locker to later go home and pot them.
0: Aw. Uh cool. Uh your friends think that it is very adorable. I feel like Eli and oh, shut Justin up. <laughs> they they are like ribbing you, but in like uh like oh it's so cute.
6: Shut up Eden Grace is going to prom <sighs> Okay, like this was any news?
0: I know, but I can't believe that she did it in front of everybody.
6: I can't either. Ballsy Yeah.
0: They definitely like Cassie. They, I feel, your friends have liked Cassie, like, before this, and they like her a lot now.
6: Why wouldn't they? Cassie's very likable.
0: And then the bell starts to ring, uh, signaling the end of lunch, and you all shuffle off to class
5: once again. Does Eden open the box of chocolates at any point?
6: I think, like, at the end of lunch, Eden would, like, peek in there to maybe take one or two out.
5: Yeah, in the middle, um, there's, like, an empty space. And in the middle, Cassie's set a uh, corsage with, like, pink and purple flowers. Oh.
6: Man.
0: They're so cute. <laughs>
6: it's so cute. Uh,
0: so you all get back from lunch. You all go off to class once again. Um, the rest of the day goes on kind of slowly as the weekend is so close and yet so far but finally uh finally the bells the final bell starts to ring at 3:30 and all of you are set loose well for those of you that have a, like a free period um like last period of the day you actually like can leave during study hall if you're a senior and drive around but also most of you have practice after school so you can't like really go home um I think
1: Stephanie will find Sylvia during her free because she knows that Stephanie or er, Stephanie knows that Sylvia also has this last block free and will find her and be like okay, so what are the plans for the party? Is that tonight? Tomorrow night? Like what what are what are the details?
2: Oh, um we have track until seven, so five days. Um, I mean, it could be tonight, or Honestly, we could just do both, like every night. I don't really care. I I need to do something tonight.
1: Like my mom wants me home for dinner, and I'll go home for dinner. But then I want to leave. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I just need something. So if we can do it tonight, that'd be.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to have, like, I, I assume you've told people, so.
1: Oh. Practically the whole school knows at this point.
2: Okay. But not, like, do you think that bitch will show up? Or, like. No,
1: like, what, Amber?
2: No. Izzy? Yeah, that sheriff's daughter. Little Miss Sheriff.
1: I don't know what her problem is. With like, what's her problem? Like, she's probably not. I just, no, she's a loser. Like, she's probably not going to show up. Like, I can make sure that she doesn't show up.
2: I mean, like, yeah, but like, you know, you know, I don't like cops. Like, you no, know, and it's just it's her oh. daughter. Mm.
1: Well, okay. Um. Well, I, I mean, she probably doesn't know like i don't know who she knows like i don't think she knows any of like the people who would know so it's probably fine but like i don't know i could go give her a reason like not
2: to be there i mean like if you want to you don't have to though
1: well i'll do anything you know i i want to make sure
2: that you're okay and your family's okay thank you stephanie um I mean, yeah, like, you can be persuasive, so. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll just ask around, make sure she isn't a threat. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, you have cheerleading, right? Mm hmm. Okay, so I guess, like, I'll see you after then. Do you want to do something before dinner or. No, like, I'll probably have to go home so okay so i'll see you tonight then
0: i'll see you tonight okay um yeah you guys uh split off to go head for your um uh well you probably go together to like the locker room because there's only like one um there's like two locker rooms you know separated into separated by gender and then there's like a, a gender neutral um like, single-use, like, single-use uh, room and bathroom in, in the same, like, locker room area, um uh, that you both head to, to get changed for practice um, Cassie's like, the only person who a class 7th period, so, what does everybody else do after, like, when, uh they get out of class 7th period
7: um, well wish we has track practice, so he can't, like, leave or he doesn't really want that'd be probably like Are there, is there like a weight room or like somewhere to like exercise it's not
0: there's like a the gym has you know like the basketball courts and like the bleachers and then above like the bleachers on one side there's like um a, like an area sort of on a second level that has like a bunch of like weight machines and like a, a treadmill and stuff
7: well then we should probably like get changed into like track stuff in the locker room do like a right before uh like tracks either he's not really a weightlifter it's like not his thing so he'd probably do like a little cardio or something i don't know uh just to like make sure that he's warmed up before everyone else is so that he's, he's not late and not like no one else is he's he's always on time and he's prepared and he's already warmed up so he's like ready for track practice. probably puts in like yeah like airpods and then just like start to going on a little run
0: Uh, what are- what's Caesar doing? And Starfire? Because I- I think actually Eden also has a class, but it's an independent study, so you have to be in a classroom with a teacher, but-
6: Yeah, it's literally just me and, um, what's his name again?
0: Mr. Johnson? Yeah,
6: it's just me and Mr. Johnson pretty much in a room, (laughs) together alone.
0: Yeah, he's, like, playing R&B and just, like, kind of vibing, grading papers.
3: Um, I feel like- Since Brianna didn't need him to drive her home, and he does have track after school, uh, Caesar's probably just going to stay at the school and um, do homework, I guess. He's very busy. He has so many extracurriculars. This
4: is a good time to get that that done. Starfire will go down with Lucian towards the locker rooms and split off and, like, change get ready early not necessarily gonna do cardio with him but she'll change and she'll change and get ready and if she sees cora or other people from the softball team she'll stop to talk but otherwise just doing her thing
0: yeah cora swings by the the locker room like during seventh period because she also has like a free period here and so she swings by the locker room to like grab her bag of like softball gear and just leave since practice was canceled
4: yeah, uh, but she she'll say hi. Fucking sucks that practice is canceled again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is up with this like cold snap, but it needs to it needs to go. It's fucking April,
4: okay? I need yeah. to be on the field. Yeah, I don't. They're just gonna keep canceling it. I don't know what they're thinking. We're gonna do about the season, but yeah. Well, it's because the fucking
0: track team is always in here uh, practicing, <laughs> and yeah.
4: Sorry.
0: Well, yeah. you know, it's cool. It's whatever. I get it. Like you guys actually have meets and stuff. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I guess. Uh, no softball. No nothing for me tonight. So. Yeah. Uh, see you next week though.
4: Yeah. See you next week.
0: Have a good
4: weekend. You too.
0: Yeah. Um. And she, like, heads out probably like runs into stephanie and sylvia on their way into the locker room and just like fucking shoots you a glare and like shoulder checks you on her way out
2: can sylvia just like make straight eye contact with her and use the move mesmerizing to try and get her to freeze yes um absolutely yeah okay (laughs) you roll with hot okay that's a seven overall so okay they only get the condition of dazed. Oh man. Okay,
0: what does that what does that look like? What is do you just like stare her down?
2: Yeah. Sylvia's just gonna like stare her down with direct eye contact, not blinking, eyes are gonna go like really big, but also kind of a glare and just stand there for a while, staring at her.
1: Stephanie kind of does the thing where like she kind of stands behind sylvia with her arms crossed just smirking
4: starfire is standing a little bit behind them but in very much in the space and you see her feet shift ever so slightly into what anyone who knows how to fight would recognize as a fight stance. and she's like in shorts for track and a tank top her hair's all the way down she hasn't had time to put it back up but you can see her playing with the chain in her hand and she looks right at sylvia and goes what the fuck are you doing to her
0: Uh you look away, and uh Cora sort of like stumbles and um just like looks around uh, her eyes are like kind of, like just like a little glazed over, and um she just like looks really confused and looks between Sylvia and Stephanie and starfire, and just kind of looks at the three of you for a moment and then goes, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go.
4: I'll take a step closer to Sylvia. You heard me. What did you do?
2: I didn't do anything. Yeah, what are you talking about? I was just waiting for her to apologize for, like, checking stephanie for no fucking reason
4: Catherine, question mm-hmm. i am well aware of the existence of magic how yeah. do does that i full how, to what extent do i understand what just happened um
0: that definitely that definitely did not look normal yeah um if you want to like learn like more sp- specific you could make a gaze into the abyss roll.
4: Yeah, I'd like to do if that. If you would like okay. Not bad. Um eight, but my dark is a minus one, so that's a seven, but that still I think okay. does something. <laughs> yeah. Um you
0: remember like in in your head you're like trying to like place what the fuck just happened and like figure out What you just saw and what Sylvia did. And you think back and you remember, like, way back when you were much younger. And things were different. And you remember um, your aunt, Morgan, and sitting with you and your older sister. And you were, like, both poring over, like, a book that she had in front of her and, um, talking about old legends and magic and myths. And you remember her mentioning, like, something about a snake. But that memory is also tinged with nostalgia, but, like, melancholy. Because you remember that, like, that was before things changed before your sister became bitter and resentful and you get the information you find the information that you're looking for in your memories but you also are reminded of how things
4: used to be and uh that they are not that way anymore starfire's standing there and you can see her tighten her grip on the chain not in a threatening way but as like almost an anchoring point. You can see her holding it really tightly, but continues to stare at Sylvia. And you get the sense that Starfire is looking right through you. And she says, look, you mess with her, you mess with me. That is the deal, and that is always going to be the deal. Don't touch her, okay?
2: Yeah, like, whatever. Can I now try and do mesmerizing on Starfire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead. That's a nine. So they get the condition dazed as well. Well, so I think
1: Stephanie sees Sylvia start to stare at Starfire
4: and puts a hand on Sylvia's arm and just kind of goes, let's go. Does the mesmerize st- still work, or does that stop Sylvia? Yeah. Does that does does that stop Sylvia?
1: Stephanie kind of
4: rubs Sylvia's arm.
2: Yeah, yeah, that stops Sylvia.
4: For just half a second, you feel it both start to take hold, and you see Starfire's eyes shift ever so slightly. Like the second it hits her, they become just a touch more green, a little bit yellow, and you feel your brain also start to go a little bit cloud, just a little bit foggy the second you do it to her. You see her eyes widen and then narrow back at you. Get the fuck away from me.
1: Come on, let's go.
2: And Stephanie tries to basically pull Sylvia away. Sylvia's gonna, like, link arms with Stephanie and walk away. I'm gonna run to find Lucian.
7: Uh, Lucian is, you know, just doing his thing and the in the track, and er, pumping run, 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 iron. Run. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting, he's getting, getting, getting yoked. <laughs> now he's on the treadmill right now, listening to music. Very focused.
4: Lucian, fucking turn off the. Got. Gu- Lucian!
7: Uh, Lucian turns down the treadmill thing and takes out his earbuds and is like, What? Jesus!
4: Can you stop running on the treadmill? I am trying to talk with you and get. Okay.
7: Did you, yeah, he, he, he goes over to starfire
4: Looks probably more rattled than you've seen her in a bit. Hey, so qu- quick inquiry, quick quick yeah. quick question. What do you know about Sylvia? Uh,
7: not much. She's always hanging out with fucking Chaplin,
4: but I mean, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, her and her and our dear friend Chaplin just had a little bit of a moment in the locker room with Cora and- Wait, with Cora? Uh, yeah, no, no, she's She's fine. She's, she's Is she. Yeah, well, that's point two. We're on point one right now. Hang on. Um, hey. Point one. Sylvia's fucking magic. She did something and then she fucking turned around and her-
7: the, What kind of magic?
4: She's a snake. I don't know if she's a literal snake, but she's-
7: Do we want to do anything about that?
4: I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah, that probably that was the application. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And she she did something to Cora and then she fucking tried to do something to me, which
7: Can chaplin. You
4: know? Yeah, Chaplin art again, dear dear friend. Where did, is right
7: now. Where are they? No, leaving? no, no, no,
4: no, like no, 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 no. We're we're gonna fucking find Cora is what we're gonna do. But I don't know. They just fucking turned and left. But just so you know.
7: night there just so happens to be a party at sylvia's house no shit really yeah isn't that convenient
4: oh shit normally i would say that i wouldn't want to go to that because i don't want to see people who are associated with Chaplin. but dang that just seems perfect doesn't it yeah real
7: Hmm. perfect what exactly did she do to you
4: hypnosis maybe something with her I I That's about the
7: vampire thing.
4: I I've never seen anyone do it before, but All right. well, yeah, something something with her eyes.
7: I guess that just means we have. You know, I was just planning on getting fucked up, but you know.
4: I mean, you can do that too. We just to <laughs> reprioritize a little bit.
7: Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. A bit of a subject change. What are, are you doing? Anything for prom?
4: Why the fuck would that be your follow up question?
7: Look, okay, <laughs> I don't,
4: I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any plans.
7: Uh, so like Starfire's hands. I'm like, dude, like I care about you, okay? And I. Oh like, fucking shit,
4: know- Lucian! Not the moment, I. <laughs>
7: dude, oh heaven! What the fuck? Oh my god, I don't.
4: I, I appreciate so it. Fuck you. Thanks, man. No, fuck All you right?
7: too. I said I care about you, and you have to see not now, not the moment. So it's not the moment when I try. And, you know, okay, whatever.
4: you know, no, no, okay. I appreciate your emotional vulnerability. Fuck you, we're leaving. Oh,
7: God. I'll see you at Sylvia's party.
4: <laughs> I don't know now. what I'm doing for prom, Lucien. <laughs> nice. you, you, so you don't know what
7: you're doing for prom?
4: Okay. No, no, I don't have any plans. Why, are you asking me?
7: God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I will. I fucking will. No, no, do I do don't actually. actually do I will. I will Please do candy. not. I will oh, Jesus. No,
4: then people are going to think I'm straight and that is isn't the second worst thing that could fair happen to me at this fair school. Fair. I
7: don't think anyone's going to think
4: you're straight. <laughs> Thank you. And that's and a good then, note, so I'm leaving now. <laughs> I'm going to turn around. God. You could go with Cora. Why don't you ask Cora? I'm going to go ask Cora. What, fu- no, I'm
8: leaving. No, stop it.
7: I, I think I think Lucian uh <laughs> Lucian then like scrolls back through Cora's text and like screenshots when she says like she doesn't have anyone to go with and then like sends it to Starfire and is like, I know for a fact she's not going with anyone. Don't be a coward, ask her out. <laughs> and then it.
4: Lucian gets back, the uh Lucian gets back, fuck you. <laughs>
7: um, and then I think Lucian text. Is there any? Does he have any ch- uh, texts from Caesar?
3: Um, I think at some point in the day, Caesar would have texted him. The house is going to be empty. We can skip debate practice.
7: Uh, Lucian just uh sends back. Um, uh, okay. lowercase
3: okay yeah Caesar doesn't say anything
7: and then he goes to fucking track practice after that mess of a conversation
0: you all go to track practice Uh, Stephanie you go to cheerleading practice um, which is held in like the uh, wrestling room because there's a lot of mats it's like a completely like covered wall to ceiling floor to ceiling in, in, in mats so that's where you guys practice. Um Cassie and Eden, what do you guys do after school?
5: Um I think E uh Cassie's gonna shoot a quick text to Eden. Uh like just like a question mark because I feel like easier either they hang out after school or they don't. Um and wait for Eden to reply.
6: Eden was probably in the middle of writing Cassie a text um when they sent that. And it was just like, Eden wrote like, so there's kind of this party that's happening over at Sylvia's. And I mean, if you want, you can come over, hang out at my place before we head out to that.
5: Uh, Cassie will reply back. I'd love to send it and then add another text after. Let me check with, uh, let me check with my friends first, and then send that. And then she'll send a text to the chosen one group chat. Like, are we doing anything?
7: Uh, Lucian immediately responds with killing Sylvia and traveling. <laughs>
5: uh, meet outside, Stat. <laughs> she'll just uh, reply, "Got it," and then go back to Eden. Uh, got something to do after school but I'll let you know ASAP on the party thing. Cool. And then Cassie will like go from toss her books in her locker, close it, meet outside. Uh, where are you meeting?
0: Like outside? Just like outside the gym or something? Yeah. There's yeah. like a, um, okay. okay. The, outside the gym. Mm-hmm.
7: Is this before, okay. is this like, this is still before track practice happens? Yeah. Okay,
4: cool. Then I'm there.
0: School is let out, but there's, you know, like, a 10-15 minute, like, grace period before people have to be at the gym so that, like, people have time to change.
4: Okay, I did want to try to find Cora.
0: She- it looked like she was, like, headed in the direction of, like, the parking lot, so. um Okay, I'll- I'm running that direction. Uh, yeah, you see that, um... Like, everybody has the same parking, like, takes the same parking spot. So you run outside uh, and Cora's, like, tossing, like, her softball bag. And she has, like, you know, her very special, like, her own, like, metal bat for softball that she has, like, sticking out of it. Um, And she's, like, tossing it in, like, the back of her little, like, hatchback car. Um, And uh, you see that, like, Oliver is also, like, piling in. Um, And... Uh, but she sees you in, like, waves.
4: Uh, Cora, wh- oh, what- One sec. And I'm gonna, like, run fully out and kind of s- slow down when I get near. Can- Can I talk to you? Three seconds? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what- what's up? One thing. And she, like, steps away a little bit. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, like, grab her by the arm and, like, pull her away. Not that far away, but just, like, for a second. And I'm gonna look really hard- ho- Like- does she look okay disoriented like what is going on here she looks dazed are are you okay
0: um i'm i'm fine um i don't know i kind of have a headache
4: yeah are you sure you're good to drive maybe you should
0: i think so i i can oliver can drive yeah maybe maybe
4: maybe have oliver drive just for no you just yeah sorry um Point of advice, maybe for the time being, stray away, Sylvia, Stephanie, they're uh, just, you know, maybe just keep some distance. Yeah, I guess.
0: Fucking Stephanie is fucking soulless. I swear to God. Stephanie. She's... What's Stephanie do to you? We're in yearbook club. It's it's not a big deal. It's just no, you know... it's it's a big deal. Cora just sort of, like, sighs, and, like, you know, like, sort of hugs her arms to her chest, and she just says, Listen, I mean, my parents are Catholic. It's- I know I'm not gonna, like, get to go to prom and, like, have the prom experience that, like, Stephanie gets to have because she has her perfect stupid little boyfriend. It's- Fine, I know that. I just don't need to hear it from her. You know? Okay.
4: Okay. If she asks you about it again, you can tell her you're going with me. If that helps at all. You see that she
0: she kind of like short circuits for a second and just like uh just
4: giving you an excuse. Are you, know, you asking me to prom or I will actually act if I'm going to do that, I'm going to ask you when you're not dazed and you're thinking straight, but I'm giving you an I'm I, I fucking I don't know, Cora. I'm trying to help you. Dear, I'm just, she messes with you, fucking tell me, so I'll mess with her. And also, if you need an excuse to make her stop talking, tell her you're going with me. Because as of today, and many other days, she does not like me very much. Cora just
0: nods and like, uh, her face starts to turn red. She just is like, oh, okay.
4: God, yeah, whatever. All right, okay, you know what? Just drive safe and don't fucking, I'm, bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I leave. Starfire thinks about turning around and saying, like, I get home safe, and then it's just like, nope, nope, I'm leaving. And (laughs) then leaves.
7: And then at that point, I think probably Cassie and Lucian get out of the school and see Starfire, and then uh, Core walking away.
4: Did you ask her? Fuck you, Lucian. Cassie, important update. Two points. Point one, and then I'm going to explain. To Cassie, everything about the Sylvia situation, like the saw her do something to um, Cora and then tried to do something to me and like the snake details and the mesmerizing thing of it all. And then, point two, party tonight at Sylvia's. Just so you know.
7: Ergo, we fucked them up.
5: Like physically fucked them up or what exactly is the plan here because if you're saying she's magic then maybe we should take a look around the house first because it is a party Uh, and no one's going to be looking at us that's true
4: they might be a little bit more paying attention to me since now i have inadvertently put myself actually that's not true it was entirely intentional but i have now identified myself as a point of potential concern so maybe that would be more of the two of you uh but i'm down down. that sounds good
7: you keep everyone busy and then cassie and i go around and investigate
4: yeah i can definitely do that cool
7: and then you know we could theoretically we could
4: and i'm honestly down for like we're not gonna kill them but you
5: know well yeah but like let's keep that as a plan c C. or d yeah
4: i'm cool with that You know, point
7: uh I don't know what point number you were at, but point three, three. you asked Cora.
4: Point four, don't you have fucking track practice, Solution Aster?
7: Yeah, but I'm ready about for track practices in like five minutes. They don't give a shit about I'm just I'm just saying.
4: Fuck you. And I'm gonna
5: start walking to track practice.
7: Lucian turns to Cassie and is like, She's never gonna tell me.
5: I'll ask her later.
7: You have to let me know, okay?
5: I know, I will.
0: Starfire and Lucian head into uh, track practice, which is being held in the gym. Um, Like, the long-distance runners are, like, actually running outside, um, but, uh, like, sprinters and throwers are, like, working out inside and doing, like, you know, sprint drills in the the gym. And, uh... (laughs) Track practice ends after, like, you know, a couple of hours, and you all are let out to have your Friday to yourselves. Um... Cheerleading practice uh, goes, you know, same as always. You practice drills. I mean, there's no um, cheer. cheerleading doesn't, like, you guys don't cheer for meets or games anymore because, like, football and basketball are over. So now it's more like practicing um, stuff for, like, competitions. Um, and so uh, your coach, um, Alyssa Neely, who just tells you all to call her Alyssa, is, you know, uh is you know running you guys through drills and um formations and like you know practicing like a pyramid etc um and you know that goes on for a couple of hours and um finally she you know she's like all right girls we're done for the night enjoy your weekends thank you Alyssa. hey penny And Stephanie will pull, um,
1: Penny aside, uh, or, like, in the locker room as it's ending and just be like, hey, I just want to let you know there's a party tonight if you want to come hang out. It's at Sylvia's. Uh,
0: Penny is, um, Chinese-American, like, other- the other senior on the team- one of the other seniors on the team. We don't really count Amber. (laughs) Uh, and she, you know, is in, like, um, gray sweats and she's like, oh, um- yeah, that sounds fun. Um I'll come if my, my parents are will let me. Well, I could give you a ride if you need it. Oh, thank you. Um yeah, I'll 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 take you up on that. If if uh if you know I can go. I'll text you. Awesome. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah, uh, uh thanks for the invite. Of course. Uh and you head down to the, the locker rooms together and um get ready to leave. Yeah, anything else? Um, what did, what does Eden do after school also?
6: Um, I think Eden uh, Eden kind of stays in a little bit late in the comp side room just like because there's not really a set uh, let out time. Kind of just working on his projects, working on his schoolwork, um, maybe waits for a text back from Cassie, but if not just like kind of heads home probably earlier than usual because uh she needs to grab the flowers from her locker room and kind of like sneak it into the house so that like her parents don't notice um
0: yeah your uh um your brother like stays for track practice after school and um when when you get home it's just like emily who's on the couch with like her laptop in her lap and she just like looks over at you as you walk in with the flowers and goes just raises her eyebrows
6: okay you're not gonna rib me too about this are you about what even just goes into the kitchen grabs a uh just a pot or a vase uh so cassie asked me out to prom
0: Aw, that's so cute! And they got you flowers.
6: Yeah, and they got me this like this box of chocolates as well. It was, it was great.
0: Aww. and Emily's like, like kind of like just sitting there on the couch, like really happy for you, and like, oh, that's so cute! Oh my god, that's adorable! High schoolers, that's <laughs> so sweet.
6: Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm so excited. Um, I'm leaving later there's a party and i kind of
0: mm. okay <laughs> well have fun be safe use protection um if you need a ride if you you know are under the influence and need a ride call me
6: thank you yeah uh i mean i don't plan on drinking probably cuz like there's going to be a, a, a few parties there that I'd need to keep my hat on. Huh? But, uh, you know, I'll shoot you a text.
0: Alrighty. Well, I'm going to be at Sarah's tonight. So just let me know. And the afternoon passes. Track practice, cheerleading practice comes to an end. You guys all start to make your way out to your various cars. Um, what did Cassie do after school? How did she get did she get home uh, or where did they go?
5: Uh I think Cassie just hangs around after school. Um he probably just goes and finds a classroom to lounge around in. Like he he takes a ceramics class and he probably just works on a project or something if the teacher's still in there. But if not, he just wanders around the school and eventually starts walking home cool mm-hmm. And uh, Cassie does reply to Eden about the party, she just says, I'll see you there with a thumbs up.
6: Eden sends back a little heart.
5: Cool,
0: anything else anybody wants to do with their afternoon evening?
7: Uh, after after uh, I practice, um, I think while they're in the locker room, I think uh, Lucian just like. Looks over at Caesar. And like, you fucking your, your house. Are we still? Yeah. Okay. And then he like takes his shit and walks out the door and goes to his car.
3: Yeah, Caesar will let him do that, and then we'll pack up his stuff and go to his car separately.
7: Uh, and then we'll drive over to the Rodriguez Reyes household
3: yeah caesar is there
7: is anyone else home is it just look like the driveway is just caesar's car
0: yeah um brianna said that she's out of friends and so so she seems to not be home um yet and uh uh guadalupe's car is not there it's like i feel like it's an old um like a very, like a fancy car, but like, uh, like an expensive car from, like, the 80s that she's just, like, kept in good condition.
7: Um. I probably know about the fish fry, too. I, she'd probably, yeah. like, oh, definitely. First, like, there's a fish fry on Friday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> which, oh, that's a good thing to note, is Lucian. uh, even though he's, uh, because it's Lent, um, actually didn't have, probably had, like, a drink and fries but it's you uh, fast on Fridays for Lent so uh hasn't had that much food but I just, it's a fun little thing anyways uh so he um would, just to be an asshole use the big knocker that their house probably has
3: yeah Caesar will open the door really fast and be like do you have any sense of subtlety Jesus Christ
7: Uh, Lucian will just smile and step in and close the door behind him and grab Caesar's face and start kissing him.
0: So true. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I should make you roll to turn someone on, but I also, like, I don't feel like I need, you you need to. No, he doesn't. (laughs) So. (laughs) I mean, it's up to you, but I don't think that the sex move here is relevant regardless because it's since you guys already have like the conditions and stuff of the other person so um
1: can you read them just for for for
0: the sake of me not knowing (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah go ahead
7: um so the werewolf sex move when you have sex with someone you establish a deep spiritual connection with them until either of you breaks that spirit connection by having sex with someone else add one to all roles made to defend them you can tell when that connection
8: has been broken.
3: Yeah, and the serpentine sex move is when you have sex with someone, they become f- part of the failing dynasty and subject to the move's mechanics.
0: How long? How long does uh, Lucian stay over at Caesar's? Like, do you stay for dinner? Do you go back to your own house at some point?
7: Um, I'd probably be expected for dinner, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. and I don't think. Caesar's inviting you to no. dinner.
7: <laughs> no, <laughs> not the arrangement at all. I think, yeah, after they, like, hook up, uh, I think uh, Lucian's probably like, do you like, go to that party at Sylvia's house
3: tonight? Do you want me to go to the party at Sylvia's house? I
7: don't know, I was just asking if you were.
3: Yeah, I guess. Do you...
7: What do you know about Sylvia?
3: She's... My family doesn't like her family.
7: Any reason for that?
3: I mean... Old money. Not something you would understand,
7: but... I think Lucian's probably smoking by this point and just takes another drag off a cigarette. Probably right. Okay, well. She uh, has been messing with some people that I. I just... Keep your guard up. I suppose.
3: Are you, Lucian Astor, worried about me?
7: Oh, God, no. Fuck. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. just letting you know. I'm just letting Is you know. Is this know. you're not
3: worried about me like you're not gay?
7: We should just keep smoking. I'm not talking to you about this.
3: You brought it up. I didn't say we had to talk.
7: Will you come to the fucking party or not? I just wanted to let you know, okay? God. Yeah, I'm coming to the party.
3: Why are you being weird about this?
7: I'm not being weird about anything. Just. Are you going to promise anyone? No. <laughs> could you. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we went together?
3: Yeah, I could. Could you imagine it?
7: I mean. I wanna. I wanna do it right, you know? Like.
3: What? Like. Flowers? Like. <sighs> Cassie did.
7: If I Lucian Aster actually deigns to ask someone to prom.
3: Oh deigned. It's
4: damned now. Yeah, deigned. You're
7: doing me a favor. Mm. Uh the world would know. And um being as my name is Aster, that doesn't people knowing would be I'm just sick of fucking secrets. Yeah.
8: Yeah, I guess I get what you mean. You know, like, if I was gonna take you to prom, I'd fucking take you to prom.
7: Fuck! I think he, like, hits a wall or
3: something. <laughs> okay, okay, chill, chill. No. I, well, you know, if Lucian aster
8: deigned to ask me, Maybe I'd say yes. Lucian just takes a deep steadying breath. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, how romantic. Yeah, like you
7: like romance.
3: Okay, well, I mean, nothing about this is exactly conducive to romance, mister.
7: I'm not gay. I like, think Lucian just starts putting on his shirt. I have to uh, get to dinner, so
8: yeah, you should go.
7: Yeah, I should go. And he, he stands up and like grabs his bag. <laughs> he drops his bag, walks past the bed, and kisses Caesar again.
3: <laughs> and when they break the kiss, Caesar will be like, "I'll see you tonight."
7: Yep. Night. Lucian walks away, grabs his bag and I think gets when he gets in the car, he just sort of like taps his thumb on the steering wheel a lot, puts on music really loud, and then blasts out of the driveway and drives back to the Astor residence. You
0: pull into the driveway of your home, park your car in its garage. You see that your father is home.
7: Lucian, before he gets out of the car, checks to make sure that his turtleneck is all the way up. And walks.
0: Um, your father uh, has, like, is very particular about dinner, and he always cooks uh, when he's home. And so you walk in and you hear, like, the sound of cooking in the kitchen, um, but no, no, you know, call from, you know, your father who knows now that you are here, um, and you step inside, um, you know that dinner is always seven thirty.
7: sharp. Uh, yeah, so Lucian probably makes sure to have, like, enough extra time to make sure he's on time, so drops his bag off in his room and then walks back downstairs and at, like, 7.25 at 7.25 and then, like, sits down, like, pretty much exactly at 7.30 on the dot. Uh,
0: as you sit down, your father places a plate in front of you and takes his own plate to his own spot across the table. Um, It's like, it's such a fucked up vibe because you're sitting in, like, a dining room and um, there's, like, this big window next to you looking out on the forest. And it's not, like, comically long, but it is, like, a there's, like, a long table and Lucian and his father sit on opposite ends and... Arthur Aster sits
7: down. Lucian puts the napkin in his lap.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like a coat, button-up, vest, tie. Um, sits down, puts his own napkin in his lap. Um, briefly bows his head. And, without speaking, begins to eat. Uh,
7: Lucian will very quietly to himself, uh, say, and my Patreon spit you something to live some people don't put it too emoji tate, so listen to Twitter by Christine. Classes himself again and starts eating
0: And the two of you don't speak, but the silence in the room is heavy.
7: We're gonna be out again tonight.
0: Arthur doesn't look up from his plate. It's like a, just a perfectly like, seared steak, and he's cutting very carefully with a knife and fork, and he doesn't even look up at you, and he just says Try not to make a mess of yourself.
7: He looks down, sees that it's steak, knowing that it's lent, and that he shouldn't be eating meat, and that it's simple but he looks back at his father and he knows what would happen if he didn't eat. He picks up the knife and he
8: eats the
0: And that's where we're going to end for today. <laughs> <laughs> what did we put in this season? <laughs> This episode featured Catherine Rarit as the Master of Ceremonies, Percival Walter as Lucian Astor, Quinn Borizen as Eden Grace, Arcadia Reeves as Cassie Rodriguez, Casey Fleming as Starfire Miller, Karina Revilla as Cesar Rodriguez-Reyes, Victoria Nielsen as Sylvia Striciante, and Saffron Heftigaub as Stephanie Chaplin. The Valkyrie Cycle is co-directed by Catherine Rarit and Saffron Heftigaub and produced by Casey Fleming. This season's editing team includes Catherine Rarit, Karina Revilla, Casey Fleming, Zola Heftigaub and Saffron Heftigab. Music for The Valkyrie Cycle was composed by Haley Adams and Quinn Borison, art was created by Arkady Reeves, and our social media team is run by Fabiola Bianna. Additional sound effects are sourced from freesound.org and zapsplat.com under the Creative Commons attribution license. For a full list of credits, please visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Again, that's midnightceremoniesmedia.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave us a review and tell your friends, as word of mouth is one of the best ways to support the show. We appreciate all your support, and thank you so
8: much for listening.